get you go to school. And here's your name. What do you think of what's going on right now, mate? These evil little invisible parasites. Satan worshipping Freemason moron. Do you understand what I'm saying? We're not run by factions. Get the fuck out of camera! There are much more powerful international forces in play. Is this pink guy? Is this what pink guy is? I don't fucking know what's happening. Please get outside and look at the moon quickly. It's been crazy, guys, but guess what? It's how it is, mate. Mate, because I want to do this well. But I ain't spending any time on it. Welcome to the Conditional Release Program, a podcast that delves into the netherworld of cults, crims, and con artists. I'm Jack the Insider, otherwise known as Peter Hoisted for tax purposes. And I'm Joel Hill, and today we are going back to basics and taking the piss out of cookers. Oh, we know you want us to. We know you want us to. So we have some absolutely excellent Trump news involving the whole family. Yeah. Even Eric. And, of course, the true Trump Tower, not the one in New York, but the presidential penis. Yes, folks, it's about time to stick the boot back into cookers who have not been idle, and neither have we, mind you, but we have just been busy doing things that do not involve right-wing political reactionaries with double-digit IQs. We have a long list of things to cover, but first we must beg you for money. Yes, you're used to this, but still, we need to hammer you for it, because, yes, listeners, is this part of the episode, you know what we're going to say. If you can, please join the Patreon. And for as little as $5 a month, you get all sorts of bonus bullshit. It's good. Just do it. Google it. Find it. Give us money. Thank you, please. Yeah, it's worth it while. There's not only a vast back catalogue of silly bullshit on there, but uh, a semi-regular premium episode, which is a little bit more risque than the main episode and far less structured. So, look, before we launch into the news, I have some pre-news news for all of you. Now, the CB code, coupon code. Really you know, news, Joel? I think this falls into your advertising category, but there you go. Advertorial. Advertorial. There you go. Meet me halfway. Meet that. me halfway. So, the CB code, coupon code will last indefinitely. Try saying CB code, coupon code 10 times in a row. That really almost got me. It's, okay. It was supposed to be just like a trial in October, but due to a very positive result, the good folks at CB code are going to extend it until I don't <gasps> actually know. <gasps> You, you just give it a shot. Um, don't spend too much time on your cart because it might not work in like, I don't know, 2026 if you're listening to this like super late. Anyway, so chuck in CRP10 into the coupon code field at checkout and you'll get 10% off. The beers are already really cheap and it has free shipping. I genuinely do not know how they're making a profit off this, but that is not my problem. It's not my job to care about that. It's my job to hook up listeners with cheap, sweet, gold, hoppy nectar. And I've done that. I've done my job. Yeah. All right, Joel. That's enough of the advertorial or the advertising. Yeah. Uh, we've got to get on with the show. And that means it's time for this. The Conditional Release Program's weekly news. Feels like monthly. The Trump family has been adrift of late. Oh. Apart. Torn apart. Oh, no. A few little petty squabbles. Ivanka has wandered off. Oh, no. Junior would be welcome at Mar-a-Lago, but not if he brings his missus. And Eric <laughs> scares the rest of them away with his impetago. Oh, yeah, that's that's fair. It looks, stop, it looks, it looks contagious. scratching away at it, and it's looking red, sore, and bleedy. Ooh. Last time I looked at Eric's bed sheets, it looked like someone had murdered a walrus under the doona. <laughs> he's a good looking boy, though. He is, he is. Under, under it all, underneath it all, he's a good looking boy, yes. But great news in the last week, oh, yes. listeners, because it's tremendous to see them all united. The band is back together. Oh, good. Albeit in a courtroom with a either have or are about to give evidence under oath in the state of New York. Under and oath? And it's not a dry trouser in the house, least of all Eric's. Oh, no, no. No one expects that, though, really. So this is the New York City civil case. Okay. It's been running now for about four weeks. 
Ooh. And before the trial really got underway, Judge Arthur Angoran had already found Donald Trump, well, sorry, the Trump organisation and other defendants in the case, including Trump's two eldest sons, liable for fraud. Oh, wow. Is that um, Don, sorry, Don and Eric are both on the hook here? Well, yeah, it's part of the Trump organisation. That's oh. right. Um, the uh, uh, There has been an appeal lodged, mm-hmm. but what the judge is actually determining now is the extent of the liability and Attorney General Letitia James has called for a $250 million fine and a ban, it must be said, and a ban from the Trump organisation and the (coughs) the Trump major players, including the Trump fam, uh, from operating businesses in New York. Ooh. It's very much like Alex Jones where he fucked around so much that they basically went, look, we can't have a trial but you're you're guilty. We're just going to figure out how much you owe. Well, but you're such a cunt. You're the, guilty. Just this, you know, this continual process of litigation and, <laughs> and, and indictment and prosecution. That's 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 going to be, or and that it is Trump's life and has been for most of his life. Imagine you know, how expensive this would be if Trump had his lawyers. Oh my god! Yeah, it would be yeah, so much money. Yeah, that'd be hard. Yeah. That would be a lot of money if he paid anyone involved in any of this. Junior kicked off the family reunion. He was first uh, in the box, and he blamed the accountants and the lawyers. Oh, that's good. <laughs> I don't remember anything here. Oh, what's that email that I had that I sent? Well, you know, just the accountants and lawyers really who were looking at these things. So he was actually quite polished. Yeah, Junior was. Junior did. Junior done good there. I think he would have walked away. You know, going, yeah, I done good. There. You know who I'm going to blame? I blame the nerds. It's the nerds' fault. It wasn't me. It was the dorks. Level four. You'll find them. One of them's named Steve. I don't like him. Never did. Dorks. <laughs> Eric. Eric was angry. From the, <laughs> from the outset. He just spat the dummy. And uh, look, he, uh, we'll get into his testimony in a little bit in a moment. But uh, outside the courtroom, he said, New York was going to hell. Okay. Which, is, which in his mind is the cupboard his dad locks him in after he pisses his pants. Yeah, it's very but, much like uh, the Matilda film and book. New yeah. York is going to hell due to people like Letitia James, he said. Okay, cool. Makes sense. Uh, yeah, very angry, very angry, Eric. Aww. The problem is multiple documents show both brothers signed off on deals that involved <laughs> the use of the financial statements to confirm their father's net worth. Aww. You know. There were emails, there were documents routinely presented to the pair of them. Well, this is the best part. Trump gave his son's power of attorney, meaning they could sign documents on his behalf, mm-hmm. uh, including bank certifications, affirming the use of statements of financial conditions to verify Trump's net worth and assets. That was dumb. That was dumb. Shouldn't have done that. But the kids, look, they played it by the uh, by the Orange Ones playbook, and that is just blame the accountants and, yep. the, and the lawyers. They got it wrong. Oh, this is the first time I'm looking at this document. Yeah, I know I signed off on it, but, yep. you know, I just trusted the accountants and the lawyers at the I was, time. I was under good legal advice from nerds. Very, very clever. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> Eric was actually presented with proof of him uh, uh, being part of an appraisal of uh, it's actually a garden in sort of project apartments, and you can get a tax um, um, benefit from actually creating one, and uh, okay. maintaining yeah, it. Fair enough. And uh, and when he was and, and and he was part of that appraisals process, he goes, "I don't focus on appraisals. That's not the focus of my day." See. What is the focus of your day? Playing video games, eating celery sticks with peanut butter on them? Of Eric Trump's day, Joe. 
fucking oh, dread. How to get through without getting his head stuck in his desk chair again? You know, the (laughs) fireys are getting sick of turning up with the jaws of life. Um, What would be the focus of Eric Trump's day? Very, very funny. Uh, I I, uh, did get a kick out of that. Now, Ivanka uh, (laughs) shunned her siblings of late and her dad. Uh, in pretty much since uh, the 2020 election, not an election night, but January, January 6th, she packed her bags with hubby and the kids and took off. Um, good idea, um, good idea. And she's actually sought in this matter, the New York uh, fraud matter, civil fraud matter, uh, to have uh, her subpoena withdrawn. And claiming as a busy mum, she's a busy mum now. Oh, my God. Uh, a busy mum, she had to drive the kids to school and whatnot, you know, that sort of thing. Not a job. But uh, the uh, the evil judge uh, in Goran said, eh, no, no, champion, you're, you're coming in. So she's, she'll be giving evidence over the next couple of days. And I think, well, later this week, and, and actually the trial will wrap up this week, um, it's unlikely that the defence will call anybody. And uh, and and uh, so the the prosecutor's uh, case will rest after Papa Trump gets into the box. He slides the big ass in there and, and grabs hold of the Bible. That book he loves Jesus so much. Christ. All of the bits, not just not just one. You know, there's not he doesn't have a favourite passage in the Bible. Just all of it. No, all, the new and just the old testament are both as good as each other. That's a quote, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, pretty much, yeah. That's Look, great. it's that's it's so, just great so to see good. them back again. Uh, that's that's what it I, is. Nice. That's what I like. It's like a reunion of Motley Crue. You know, that's. Mm. <laughs> it's, I've never really thought about a reunion of Motley Crue, but it, it's actually happened, Joel. Uh, yeah, now I can't really look exciting. away. If there is one thing that really got my day going today, it was the vision of the Trump family lip syncing badly. Kickstart my heart. Uh, that's just no. how my mind works. Uh, but it is something You're I want great. to see. Eric up the back being Tommy Lee. What do you reckon? I don't think he's quite as good looking, but that's fine. Oh, no, he's a very good looking boy. No, he's no, probably. Um, with uh, Junior as Nikki Six on the four-string electric bass guitar. What do you reckon? Can't see it. I can't see <laughs> it. They, um, they really are just the kind of people that you see and you think – Please don't. I don't want to sit next to you. I don't want to sit next to you. Oh, God, I'm <laughs> on your table. Oh, no. no. Oh, God. Well, look, that's now, you, now, listeners, you've got a bit of an insight into what goes on in my brain when it's not you know, <laughs> firing on all cylinders. Look, this is just one of the litany of woes. Of course, there's this kind of cyclical suit, countersuit, prosecution, defence, appeal thing that is going on in the Trump's life and will be for the rest of his life. Probably should stop breaking the law. I just a bit of legal advice from someone well, who's a lawyer. Allegedly, Joel. Allegedly broke the law <laughs> yes, ninety-one allegedly, times. Allegedly, allegedly. Okay. Allegedly. Yes. Well, is it ninety-one counts? It's, or not, is it it's 91, ninety-one separate suits. felony counts. Yeah, in total. Okay, yeah. that's impressive. Um, that's so well he allegedly broke the law ninety-one times, Joel. At that point, you shouldn't be angry. You should be well, impressed. Look, here's another one. Last week, a Colorado judge determined that a case would go to trial to determine if Trump would be taken off the ballot. It's the presidential ballot, 2024, under Section Ooh. 3 of the 14th Amendment. And, uh, the 14th Amendment was ratified after the Civil War to keep former Confederate rebels from being elected to government roles. You can't have it. They were, okay. they were killing no. members of the US Army. That's problematic, mm. yes. Anyway, it says anyone who took an oath 
as an officer of the United States to, to support the Constitution and who then engaged in insurrection or rebellion, direct quotes, or gave mm-hmm. aid or comfort to the enemy, unquote, cannot hold office. Okay, so is that saying, is this alleging that Trump gave Putin a wristy? Because I can believe that. <laughs> That's I aid or comfort. It. That's both aid yeah, and comfort. Well, yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> I mean, I'm just know, taking well, the law. I'm letter of the law. a bit of aid every now and then. Uh, I'm a black letter law and he, guy, he does and that's what I'm comfort. reading in he that. Well, he doesn't quite enjoy the, the, the comfort as much as he enjoys the aid. But um, <laughs> <laughs> which, could you make that stick with Trump? Could you make Yes, you can, because oh, the fact that fucking it looks like Trump gave all sorts of sketchy information about uh, U.S. Army whereabouts and operatives to the Russians and Saudis and whatnot. There is so much information that was leaked, and it seems like if what, like a Rolling Stone yeah. journal can figure it out, I reckon they could probably bring I it. I don't know. I don't think so. But anyway, look, there are there are similar actions planned in Michigan and Minnesota that may go to okay. trial. They will, of course, be appealed. Um, and uh, technically would end up in the Supreme Court. In fact, that's what they're asking to do. They're actually asking uh, in Colorado, asking to uh, get a judgment up and running by Christmas on this. So, um, so a Supreme Court the calls appeal from Trump can be undertaken. It was like, oh, come on, guys! I just need three. I, need, I just need three or four of you, man. Because uh, look, you know, I want to be president again. I need a part of myself. Come on, don't do it. And it's just like, why did you call us? This is probably being recorded, Donald. I really wish One you didn't call it us. One thing it does sound like, like can't it, do this it, for you. it's starting to sound like something. Historians of the future studying America's second civil war will be very interested yes. in all of this stuff. Yeah. They'll be very, very interested in all of this. Now, the Boogaloo boys were yeah, great. <laughs> so there are 91 separate felony indictments. Alleged, alleged crimes. Allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. allegedly, they're, allegedly. they're facing the dollar yeah. one by one is co-accused of flipped in the Georgia Rico case. We've talked about that in one of our patrons. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's the whole point of getting them all because they how Rico the cases work. And they're particularly yep. strong in Atlanta, uh, which has a large number of predicate <laughs> offences attached to its Rico Act. Um, so it includes things like computer crime, fraud, um, which... Uh, being a cunt. Which he yeah. has been charged with, where we might think of Rico as like murder and and um, and a uh, bit Gangster of racketeering, shit. yes, bit of that sort of union racketeering, that sort of thing, um, in, in some of the big famous New York prosecutions. You mean movies. We, we all know this from movies, <laughs> well, John, John Jack. Gotti, from John Gotti got Rico, and I think he got 25 years. Anyway, well, he got, Pretty sure he got, he got an enormous – well, he got the rest of his life. He died of cancer. Yeah. Uh, in in the slammer, and he was recoded in in 1992. But he was one of the first, if not the first, and I think he might have been actually the first to to avoid a Rico prosecution on an earlier prosecution. Before no, then, it had always, very, always been really successful. Sammy the Bull, very meta. Gravano, of course, famously flipped on on John Gotti and uh, and and basically put him away. Did he live? Yes. Is he still alive? Sammy's on my Instagram feed. He's a terrible, terrible human being. He was directly involved in almost 20 murders. And he decided not so much on the Rico thing, but he they the FBI started playing him tapes of Gotti 
basically saying that Sammy was disposable. And so, so oh. Sammy uh, flipped over. But that was a Rico trial well, that's, that ended in John Gray going that well. I mean, like someone saying you're disposable, you're not going to be like, oh, yeah, don't worry, I'll stay silent for you. I mean, Well, in the mafia, being disposable move. means, you know, it's not not that you're going to be found. Oh, I've just I've been made redundant. It's not you don't get to you know you don't get to do that. Yes, as Bozy would say, you get the hard mm. knock, which is shot two times in the back of the Leave head. Leave the gun, grab the cannoli. So, um, mm. <laughs> so we've got Sydney Powell, absolute roll goal lunatic, uh, Kenneth Chesbra, um, Jenna Ellis, and Scott yeah. Hall. Scott Hall was the first. Uh, he became the first. Defendant to reach a plea deal. Uh, Sydney okay. Powell's testimony is going to be interesting. They're, they're, they're all relatively fun. small fry, but Powell's evidence would be most interesting of those four. Chesborough possibly as well. He he advised for on this uh, fake um, electors scam that Trump was going to run with, and so there'll be interesting evidence. Part of their plea deals, of course, is that they give evidence against their other co-accused and that will uh, be there. And, of course, when we talk about people flipping in the the RICO stuff, um, uh, you've got – you cannot forget in Georgia there's a five-year mandatory minimum sentences for RICO convictions. So some of these people, little generalis, little (laughs) Midwestern lawyer with just lovely dimples and really pretty – she looked at it and went, five years in a Georgia State Prison. I Fuck that. don't think so. It's going to play What, for this asshole who never paid me? Yes, it mm. will. Yes, it will. So, she, so that's a very powerful motivating factor for her, I'm sure. But also uh, I think the, the other 17 accused of Trump being the 18th and Jenna the 19th. Um, so, yeah, that's always something to take into consideration. But I've been saying this for a while. The most serious problem for Trump is the four-count indictment in D.C. And we'll just go through Ooh. those charges. Trump is charged with conspiracy to defraud the United States, conspiracy oh, to obstruct an official proceeding, obstruct oh, of and attempted to obstruct an official proceeding, and conspiracy against rights. That's he meaningless. has repeatedly denied any of this, of course, but... That's what Wait. he's playing. That's that's his four. That's, they're the four biggies. Now he is uh, the. They sole, sound like speeding fines. There are uh, co-accused mentioned in this, but no one else has been charged in this. And okay. um, uh, his chief of staff, Mark Meadows, is almost certain to have flipped now. Uh, Ooh, and that's not good. It's his chief of staff. So yeah, well, he's going to know uh, something. He was given earlier this year. Meadows was given by um, the special counsel, Jack Smith's team, uh, an indemnity. And he was indemnified from, from uh, uh, or given an immunity to testify in a federal grand, in the federal grand jury that came up with this four-count indict- indictment. Uh, according to sources, Meadows has told you know, the federal investigators quietly that Trump was being dishonest with the public when he first claimed to have won the election only hours after polls close. That's quite fair to say. And yes. then he's just going to have, you know, he's the chief of staff. He's there all the fucking time. Mm-hmm. That's every conversation that Trump has basically yep. had will have been conducted in front of Meadows of, of any import anyway. So so the thing is, it's very unlikely that Meadows can be indicted. Over, well, he can't be indicted over evidence he gave to the grand jury. And if this goes to trial, but sorry, 
if he gives evidence against Trump in the trial, which begins on March three next year, wow, it's hard not to, it's hard to see him not being prosecuted, and that okay. means Trump could be in jail by April. Cool, looking forward to it. Couldn't have a nicer guy. Yes, the civil war afterwards will be upsetting, <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, some of you may die. But that is a sacrifice I'm willing to make. You, you want to purge? You got to be. <laughs> Oh, it's going to suck. It's going to suck. It's going to be awful. I, I still don't know where they're going to put him, and I suspect there'll be a, uh, a rather large group of um, heavily armed men will be very keen to remove him from jail. Remember, heavily armed idiots. Remember that at all times. Yeah, well, there's been a few put away over the January 6th stuff, you know, um, um, and, and uh, anyone who thinks they want to get involved in something yes. like that want to have a look at all of that because there are some people... Um, serving very long prison sentences at the moment. But look, into this tale of just terrible legal woe, we um, we have to introduce something that is very, yes. very funny. A lawyer and activist has sought to trademark the phrase Trump Ooh. too small. Steve Elster, an employment lawyer and a progressive activist, damn these progressives, applied to register Trump too small with the trademark okay. office in 2018. The slogan appears on the front of the T-shirt. Probably something on the uh, lapel there. No, not the lapel. What would you call that on the chest? Uh, With Trump's packages too small on the back. Bigger writing, I'm saying. The shirts are currently for sale online. We're not advertising for them. You pick them up on the net if you want them. Folks, uh, $29.99, which is a bargain. $10 discount. (laughs) Normal price of $40. How about that? It's not that funny, though. The line isn't that funny. I don't know if it's worth taking to court. What happened is, obviously, it's a reference to Marco Rubio's remarks that Trump's hands were small when Rubio said during a debate, and you know what they say about guys with small hands. That was in 2016. Now, I was looking at photos of Donald Trump's hands today, uh, and it was not long after that where he actually was holding his hands up to the camera. uh, I've got pretty small hands. Yeah. But maybe Ooh, he had hand replacements. Uncle Jack style. I'm only saying maybe. I'm not certain about this. And anyone who's seen, you know, always sunny yeah. Philadelphia and Uncle Jack in the, in the trial with you his know, fake Uncle Jack hands, has other traits as well. Um, the, um, <laughs> very strange. He likes man. the uh, he likes the sleepovers with Charlie. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> we'll, we'll, let's move on. Let's move on. Um, he's he's very he's very chummy with Fucking Charlie, love but Charlie that show. doesn't really like him. Anyway, um, yes. Yeah, so look, I'm just putting it out there. I have no, no, no evidence, of course. But in that in the particular photograph that I was looking at, where Trump's hands look yeah. at least normal, he could have been he could have been doing the Uncle Jack. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, the whole point of this is Elster made the application for a trademark, and now he's appealing the rejection because. People, it was determined that people would associate the word Trump with the then president. You know, call me crazy. It's but probably what's going, probably on. What's yeah, going yeah. to happen. The trademark office concluded that Trump's written consent would be needed as required under a 1946 law called the Lanham Act. Mm. Now, Elsa was unhappy with that and took it to court. And now it's gone all the way to the Supreme Court Jesus. of the United States. Can we I mean, mock the presidential penis? Yeah, yeah. It's a question we have to ask ourselves. Will yeah, the Lanham well, Act let us you mock, can mock him his with, You can mock the size of his penis with his permission. Oh, yes, that's likely. 
or 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 the uh, Supreme Court could find in uh, in Elster's favour. Well, um, which is pretty unlikely. Given this is this is the kind of thing that Trump. This is the foresight of the man to load up the Supreme Court, so uh, he's not going to get rolled here. Too fair. He, I don't know what the Lanham Act is, easily. but I have a feeling this guy is probably doing this as a stunt because that sounds like he's going to really not go well. Oh well. I think he's going to get a bit of a beating uh, in court, and yes. um, and of probably course, so. you know, that's why that's why Donald loaded up the Supreme Court. Yeah, well, it's not one, but two, nor two, but three uh, appointees during his uh, during his term. Maybe they're sick uh, of his bullshit and they want to get some revenge. And uh, <laughs> yeah, so would not, not fucking uh, surprise me for a I second. Don't, I don't. They're not. They're not. They're not that sort. Of, they're not that sort of folk. So anyway, yes. that's um, that's that's. That's that's it. But just to wrap, that's that's the, that's the wrap on all the legal stuff. But just to wrap the, and, and introduce the political. In a Siena poll released today, Siena is a good, solid public uh, polling company, by the way. Oh, okay. Trump leads going? Biden in key swing states on average by around four points. Jesus Christ. These are the states that old Joe won last time. Oh, Hooray, Hooray! You guys deserve what a, what everything a, you fucking get. A shining light of rationality it is for the rest of the world. Oh, you make me so tired, guys. The cows have fucking masks on. Everybody is up for the high jump. If they deserve it, if they deserve to hang, they will hang. Rise up, Australia. Men of Australia, time to step up and be real men. Protect your kids or go down. Biggest cowards this country has ever seen. Hang that animals. It has been a while since we did a straight up cooker update for you folks, and I know you've wanted it. As we said, they have not been idle. No, no, not quite the contrary. So fucking much has happened over the past while. I have a giant list of very funny shit. We'll likely cover it a premium or two, but here's a quick rundown. This is like the the, the cooker news at the top of the story. In brief. Cooker exactly. news in brief. Yeah, we're not going to elaborate too much, especially considering some of these things are still, you know, before the course and blah, blah, blah. So, remember the old Parliament House fire back in the epic days? The guy who did it, Nicholas Reed, was convicted and sentenced to 23 months in prison. Now, that sounds well, like a long time. one of the time. guys. Not the guy. One of the well, guys. Well, one of the guys. Well, he was well, convicted of us. He's the one who brought the coals over and Buddy was there helping him. Couple out. Anyway, times. Um, Couple no. times. Oh, that's not enough coals. I better go and get some more coals. Better go get some more. Well, traditionally speaking, they use more coals. We're just sticking to tradition here. <laughs> yes, We're respecting right. yeah. the custodians tradition of the land. Tradition demands that I yes, go and get exactly. some more coals. Let's go ask the guys at the 10 Embassy how they feel about this. I'm sure they're in super support of us. They always have been. Yeah, anyway. some pretty terrible. Let me just interrupt you there, Joel. There's pretty, some pretty terrible reporting on behalf of the ABC initially uh, when mm-hmm. Reid was convicted, mm-hmm. and that was uh, to sort of a point. It lose the distinction between the half-ass protest uh, he was involved in, yes. the sovereign nonsense. Uh, and confused that with the actual Aboriginal tent embassy, which is yes. pretty bloody awful. That was really bad, saying they were basically, you know, um, partners, and uh, that was not the case. Um, there's a whole rich tapestry of that. God, we covered so much of that. That was a long time ago. Interesting, though. Yeah, anyway. So 23 months sounds like a lot, but he's only likely to serve eight of those as long as he signs Provided, a two-year yeah. good behaviour bond on his release <laughs> after eight months. I think he's going to sign that bond, isn't he? I think he's going to. He might do a Smith, though. He might do a monocle and be like, fuck you, I'm not doing a good behaviour bond. <laughs> no, no. Nicholas looks like he's had enough. I think he's done. I think he's tired. He looks like he's been beaten down by the system. And honestly, that's what the system does to you. Uh, I feel like a minor bit of sympathy for him. Minor. So 
his partner in crime, as we all know, Bruce Shillingsworth Jr., uh, Buddy Shillingworth, if you want to go with that, uh, mm-hmm. the, the trillion dollar man, he'll be sentenced next That's year. His old man. Oh, that is old man. Yeah, he's trillion dollar man. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah trillion's worth. That's a very funny joke. I, I, I wanted that to go in there. He was trillion's worth yes, for a little so, while there. I'm actually not sure why there's a delay in the sentencing between Reed and, and Shillingsworth. I'm uh, not. I don't know. Let's buddy get out and about. It, let's him get out and about. And that's kind of what he's doing. He's doing good boy things. It's mm. not a likely effort to build a case to, as to say basically he's better out than in. You know, but let's face it, he's probably. You think so? If he's not building a fucking portfolio of good deeds like a goddamn Cub Scout on fucking kitty speed, then he is making some fucking life mistakes. Anyway, I guess he does make life mistakes. He hangs out with cookers. So that's cool. But look, we're going to see what happens. It's going to be very difficult to avoid a custodial sentence. What do you reckon? We've talked about this. What do you reckon for a sentence? Three, three months. Nine so, so suspended look, as, you know. This is a kind of Guy Fawkes type incident, really. I know, but he's going to turn up in a possum thing and he's going to talk about his ancestors. Reed sounds like a prick saying all that sort of stuff, but Shillingsworth, he's very, very compelling. He's very theatrical. His dad's got a, a, a list of long deeds behind him. He's going to come into bat for him. In sentencing, I think that basically the lawyers are going to submit a big brief of bullshit saying what a fucking angel this guy is. And I think they're going to swallow it up. I mean, and look, then- you know who we're dealing with here. Honestly, I, I don't even know what the future holds for the kid. But uh, what I can say is that, uh, you know, spoiler alert, I saw his old man on the weekend at the Australia One rally and uh, the kid wasn't there. Uh, whether he was out doing something a lot more fun than hanging out in an Australia One rally or keeping a low profile, I'm not sure, but I think it might be the latter. Anyway, I reckon he's going to do hard work trying to avoid the clink. Maybe I'm overestimating him as a force of intellect and a good character, but if I were him, I would be compiling a fucking portfolio of reasons not to jail me because he's looking fucked. I can't imagine how a Supreme Court Justice of of the ACT, Justice of the ACT Supreme Supreme Court. Court, Yeah, would look at going, yeah, good on you, son. I just can't imagine that happening. So, all right, and next in news, there was another earthquake in Melbourne. They happen a bit. Yeah, no, they're happening all the time, according to some Sky News Outsiders bullshit. Oh, mm-hmm. they're happening more often now. I think there's something going behind that. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I'm just asking questions, bro. Shut up. Uh, you got to ask questions. Oh, I know. It's good content, Seismological questions. Got a lot of time to fucking kill on those shows. Anyway, at 2 a.m. on October 22nd, the people of Melbourne were treated to a big shaky boy that clocked up five on the Richter scale. Five? That's half of the Richter scale. Match. Yeah, but 10 kills people. So, look, it basically, I think on the scale of 1 to 10, it left a lot of people thinking, oh, gee, I think that was an earthquake, eh? Shit. I heard stories of um, groceries falling off shelves. Oh my lord! Yeah, no, I've seen, I've seen footage. <laughs> ten, Very, ten, yeah. ten inches at this stage are estimated at two dollars seventy-five. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> look, as as a youth growing up in Melbourne, I uh, you know the, we had the occasional earthquake, uh, and uh, <laughs> I remember going, and you weren't quite sure. You didn't think was that a fucking earthquake? <laughs> you weren't quite sure they were one of these sort of five jobs, you know. Yeah. You know, where you're yeah. actually shitting your pants, but and thinking, I oh, better get under the better get under the doorway because the whole house is going to come down. And the, yeah, you, 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 you actually, I remember one time, and I go to the cricket, and 
went to play cricket the following morning and spoke to my teammates. He said, is anyone there? You know, it's not about 14 or 15. Is anyone yeah. there? Did anyone here have an earthquake last night? And went, yeah, yeah, that was But they're only literally, he's only five. Although it must be said, um, I think it was the um, uh, oh, the um, uh, Smithsonian who put together a. Um, uh, you would go into essentially a room. People would go into a room and they'd crank it up to four on the Richter scale and they, they had to shut it down. People were getting smashed up and walking away vomiting and all sorts of things. It wasn't very pleasant. Was it Powerhouse or maybe it was down in Canberra? But I did that on a school trip. I went and I went on the um, the earthquake simulator. Yeah, that, that would have turned it down. And you're yeah. a bit like, fucking hell, this is yeah. kind of shit. Well, I, from my Melbourne earthquake memories, um, I remember thinking... You know, it just rolls and you go, gee, I hope this stops soon. <laughs> really hope this stops soon. Yeah, so imagine if you're religious. My, uh, you're like, oh, the rapture's coming. That's reaction. a shame. So, yeah, there we go. So what was going on? Kids being yeah. <laughs> thrown into the air from from the underground? Well, that's it. Well, it was uh, basically reported that there were no lives lost, no injuries. Um, I believe Phew. some crockery was lost, uh, but nothing more than Rod Callaghan does on any given Saturday at oh, a barbecue yeah, or yeah, lunch. You can't, so, stack, you can't stack up a, a cup and saucers or cups and saucers when Rod's anywhere near around. He'll just just walk straight through them. Expected losses. fucking clutch. Yeah, yeah, expected losses. It's like a so, fucking magnet to him. You will be reassured that not only were no lives lost, but lives were saved. Lives were saved because that's what I was thinking. These kids were just thrown up from the underground where they'd been enslaved by Dan Andrews. No, they were saved by white hats. Oh my god, are you not paying attention? Oh, they're rescued by Trump. When when did this happen? So, of course, (laughs) it wasn't sure I would have read about it. It was not an earthquake, you dumb fucks. It was the liberation of children from the tunnels after under Melbourne after Dan Andrews' resignation. You know this. They've saved them from the Dan Andrews juicing factories. This is so obvious. It's common knowledge. They blow up the tunnels to show the White Hats are in control after taking the children out. And, yeah, maybe they throw them in the air, but then they catch them because it's fun and reassuring. And traumatized children love being thrown in the air and caught, like in a swimming pool or some kind of jungle gym. Um, Look, I wish I was kidding, but, yes, this is a common comment on threads about after the earthquake. It was eight kilometers deep, which is coincidentally where the tunnels are. Is that what they said? Because you actually can't live um, eight kilometres below the That's what they want service. you to think. Your head would crush like a fucking Veeb can. Ah, uh, like yeah, Vic- the Jews told Victor, you that. empty can of Victor Bravo. Yeah, yeah, you say that, but that's not true. So we've explained... It is, it is true. <laughs> we've explained it all of this true. in previous episodes. But I think last was two kilometres. This was eight. That's, eight, like, yeah. that's even that's, more absurd. Two, you but look, I am there there are mines that are two kilometres deep, but eight to count Okay, so look, it is somewhat relieving to know that most people actually did not throw this dumb theory around this time. I went on Telegram expecting some champagne seismic comedy and was actually utterly disappointed. I mean, I did see a few cook comments, but they could even be just like cooker watcher trolls. I don't know. They were saying they were clearing dumbs. Most people were speaking rationally about this. And it's actually kind of nice to know this shit's calmed down a bit. That being said, throw in a few search terms into DuckDuckGo about earthquakes and dumbs, and you will see that Yanks are still all about mole children. And some idiots just cannot get past good yarn. They're just like, oh, man, mole children, that's great. Let's keep milking this for ad revenue. Now, I can't go through my full list here because it's way too long, but I will brush on a very amusing moment in Cooker protest history 
and I'll be a little bit vague because it may be before the court very soon. Well, I was just going to say, Joel, we will be for those people contemplating uh, joining our Patreon group. We will be looking at some of uh, some of the other members of that list in our uh, in our in our special patron episode, Joel. Yes, yes, it is very, the black very label. important. Yes, yes, the black it label is. we call it. So recently, another boring Melbourne cooker protest, the usual dickheads walking around with a microphone and speaker set up, were marching to save the children. They do this all the time. Nothing new here. You guys are used to it. At one point, a child walking past heckled them, which they filmed. And then the cookers decided to... Well, exactly. But allegedly, allegedly... They attacked the child for being mouthy. Well, I watched. I saw it with my own two eyes, Joel. Yeah, and, I watched the video. Uh, it, it certainly looked like they were yelling abuse and had at least manhandled that teenage uh, girl. I think she might have been 20. Uh, okay. Does she okay. qualify for saving the children? Maybe we don't save the kids anymore. But maybe like, okay, so 20 is too old. We don't like. We don't save them. It's like, okay, like 14 plus. Oh, so big no beefing blokes. Tattooed hooligans and what have you, just marching up to girls and just threatening them is okay now. Oh, hitting chicks is cool, bro. Don't worry about it. It's total freedom. Don't worry. It's really good. <laughs> I love freedom. it. Fuck me, dude. Fucking embarrassing. Anyway, look, it is really tricky because it's maybe sort of before the courts. We don't know the full story as such. We know what the live stream showed us, though. It doesn't yeah. look fucking good. Apparently, police have taken statements and the cookers are doing their best to wash their hands of the unfortunate label of young girl basher. Yeah, it's not a good one to carry to prison, I wouldn't have thought. <laughs> yeah, uh, fuck. So <laughs> what are you in for, bruh? Oh, yeah, oh, bash, bash the young, young girl. girl. <laughs> bash the young girl, mate. And everyone's like, oh, high Good five. on you. Good oh, on you. Hey, they've bro. been getting away with it for too long. Was she mouthy? Because they're the worst. <laughs> no. You'd yeah, end up man. getting jammed. You know what a jam is, Joe? Oh, getting God. jammed. Oh no! What is it? Oh well, that's that's the boiling water, but they put they put uh, a heap of jam in as well. So oh, when the no. when the when the when it's thrown on your face, the jam actually sticks. Sticks, and that's very dark. That is like very a dark. napalm. Oh yeah, my it is god! Like prison nasty. napalm. Anyway, so look, it does seem like many other cooker quests to say nobody in particular uh, just coming up trumps. I mean. Basically, you're in a situation similar to Dave O'Neill's laughing as an SES volunteer because you want to save the children, but you only really want to save people that agree with you yeah. on ideological things. Or at least quiet, you know, allow you just to march through the streets making a bit of noise and won't, you know, interrupt. Don't talk back. Don't talk back. That's you don't understand it. what we're doing. Don't talk back. We're sacrificing for you, bro. That's right. We are sacrificing for you. Thanks, guys. Mm. Really appreciate your service. So- Speaking of things before the courts, a failed Senate candidate and anti-vaxxer, Raina Cruz, who I ran in the her. 2022 federal election for IMOP. You haven't heard of her because she ran for IMOP. No, no one no. cares. No, we did. We did take a look at some of these people. Yes, we beautiful did. We too, did. by the way. Raina Cruz. Beautiful. It is a great name. May or may not be her birth name. Yeah, so, it could, yeah, yeah it could, be, could be a deed poll job. For those who don't know, I'm up. It's the um, Inform Medical Options Party um, anti-vaxxers. It's yes, we know. We know. Yeah, I know. But, like, I just want to say for the kids who are just, you know, standing at the back lurking. Well, for the very stupid. How many of our listeners are very stupid, Joel? Many. Many, maybe And haven't you. heard of the Informed Medical Options Party. Now, well, I'm not casting aspersions. I don't know if it's been deregistered, but we will take a look at that and we'll get back with an answer in, I our, haven't heard much. in our Black Label patron episode. Yeah, well, well, we'll probably break that promise too, by the way. So yeah. when it comes down to it, 
these people are just weird, dumb, monosyllabic, violent chuds. Yep. And this is just another example of that. Allegedly, 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 where she is waiting for the mm. verdict from a judge for one count of aggravated assault and intentionally causing harm to a police officer after allegedly pulling Ooh. clumps of hair from a female copper's oh, head. I remember. And I've, and I've, I remember the photos. Of oh, it's horrible. She's a fucking psycho. Well, she's allegedly a fucking psycho. We're about to find out. Anyway, my point is, why are anti-vaxxers like this? Yeah. I will never know. It's a good question. Just why are, why are they like this? You just don't like, they all whinge about Antifa. When was the last time an Antifa pulled a cop's hair out? Tell me, cunts. Anyway, so that's enough about bit part cookers and their dopey deeds and fantasies. We're not here for the small fish. Let's look at the patron saint of Packy. Thank you, Soz. Who has had a very funny few weeks and simply cannot stay out of trouble. Aw, poor Mon Mon. What have you been up to? Yeah, look, she's had a hell of a time of it, hasn't she? I mean, yeah. I have been following it and um, she's just, look, you'd think you go away for a bit of a holiday, you can, you know, turn your back on a few things. But they, no, they just won't leave her alone. No, no, it's an international coordinated effort. You know what? Most of my travels overseas, I have not had interactions with police. Yeah, you'd well, she surprised. was yanked by the Slovenian wallop- wallopers, you know. Yep, yep, she loved uh, it. It was all, it's actually my almost favourite Mon Mon thing. And then all these other things happened at the same time. I thought she was sort of running publicity for her book. So yes. what is it, 22? Sell 22, yeah. Sell 22. Yeah. yeah. You know, she's a political prisoner. She, she is. She, that's what she said when, it, when they took her into custody. It was very funny when she was so angry at the cops because she's like, I didn't know. You shouldn't have charged me. These were thugs. And it's like, you went to a country, you didn't obey their customs. Well, she, and they she accepted that you. afterwards. She, accepted she did. She, she did. She did. Look, I shouldn't have done that. I spat the dummy. I've had a bad time. I'm on holidays. It's That's the- res- that is fair. That is fair. Yeah. Credit where credit's due. But she acted like a fuckwit at first. Bless her heart. What an idiot. So, look, yeah. it has, it's been a bit of a rough time since she even came back. So she got back. She got she got the real taste for travel. You know, she had a working holiday. She in didn't Europe. work. <laughs> she no, didn't. it was a working holiday. That's how I think she's getting away with taxes. I call that work. I think she's trying not to pay tax here. I think uh, you know her her solicitor did call it a working holiday. Well, did in court. she have a tourist visa, Joe? I think she... she had a tourist visa, but I think she was mm. also on a working holiday. Do you mm. see where things are a bit problematic here? Maybe, yeah, the laws don't apply to. Well, a it, it wouldn't. Have, it wouldn't have. It wouldn't impact her on a, under Australian law because um, it would just. It would just be a matter if she got pulled up by the Slovenians again. Or no, no, like. exactly. Yeah, and she didn't. <laughs> but the thing you is, doing? you're working here. It, just shows her flagrant disregard for laws in general and the reason why she's constantly turning up before a magistrate. Oh, that's of course. There's that as well. So, look, she loves the freedom of the open road. She's got a book to sell. It's a perfect combination. This is all, this is great. Where would you go? Got to hit the States. Got to go to the States. It's the only place you can go. It's the biggest market. It's the most beautiful bastion of freedom. It's a place where people understand. So much freedom. And you know what? You can just go there and lie. Maria Z does it all the time. Like, it's perfect. You've got a winning formula here. Unfortunately for Monica, she decided not to tick the box next to convicted criminal on the (laughs) Esther form and just wing it. Unfortunately, the Americans have computers and shit. So they took issue with this and denied her entry. Real shame. Real shame. Thought they'd be following her adventures on in the by reading the uh, by reading the uh, page fours of uh, 
Harold Sanjar. Maybe they um, noticed the fact that she called her trip to Europe a working holiday and uh, <laughs> took umbrage to her attempt to get a tourist visa. <clears throat> Who oh, knows? Oh, Either way, Teflon Mon is not used to the law applying to her. It never does. Even when she was jailed in cell 22, which is, of course, as we say, the title of her book and probably not the name of her actual jail cell. We're actively promoting that book for her right now. We should we should actually make her a sponsor of the program. Well, she should send me some free beer. I mean, hey, this no is checks, upsetting. Uh, Mon, Mon. No, I'm just... Bank transfers, please. I'd actually like cash. I, I, like, I want to stay on <laughs> stay on trend, you know? Gold Kruger ends. Yeah, I don't think <laughs> she's got any else. cash. Yeah. She gets everything digitally. So she only went to jail because she refused to accept her usual get-out-of-jail-free card. And as per usual, she came out on top because the patent said of Packy had a plan and managed to raise around $300,000 on the back of her brief detention based on the idea of defending herself in court. Yeah, it was a yeah. lot more than – it was a lot more, but we'll get to that. We'll was get it more to what's than alleged. Yeah. But, it, but we do know that she raised a bit more than what has been alleged. Well, yeah. I mean, the money was raised for her legal defence, apparently. No. But even her habit of constantly turning up before a magistrate did not justify such a huge amount of money. Until Dad – until Mum and Dad sort of let the cat out of the bag. Uh-huh. The, uh, yeah. The, yep. Yeah. That they were getting pro bono. Well, Whoopsies. Mon Mon was getting pro bono. Shouldn't have said Whoopsie that. No, I would just like to clarify a uh, previous remark. Yeah. Yes, exactly. No, everyone downloaded that video. So, look, when it comes down to it, uh, we kind of know where the money went. Uh, it was uh, going to Slovenia. Slovenia. Most of it um, has ended up in Slovenia. The yeah. fine that they made her pay on the spot because they didn't trust her to pay it in Slovenia when she said, What if I don't just. What if I just don't pay it? And they got angry at her. Yep. I wonder why they got pissed off at you. Yeah, airfares, a com. I don't know where she got that van from and the Slovenian police service. Yeah, yeah. Surprise, surprise. So, unfortunately for Monica, it is difficult to call her Teflon Mon anymore because the coating seems Sticky. to have sort of scratched yeah. off and now the eggs are baking onto like the pan. egg. Yeah. yeah, it's no good. It's no good. So, yes, as we said before, Monica's parents did let slip that she was actually represented pro bono. And for those paying attention, she even represented herself at one point, which mm. was, of course, very funny and slightly soul city. Is that the um, one where she filmed the uh, the proceedings? Oh, fuck. Maybe it was. God, she loves making <laughs> I content. know what I'll do. <laughs> yeah. I'm a law-talking guy. What could possibly go wrong? I'll bring the camera in. Isn't she just a fucking piece of work? Anyway, she, she got convicted for that as well. Um, so... Yeah, so what's to go with the Consumer Affairs Victoria? They've taken issue with her fundraising. Well, yes, this is uh, what is actually alleged. Uh, Consumer Affairs Victoria actually bring the prosecution and mm-hmm. uh, they released a statement, a press release, I should say, uh, that, that reads, the director of an advocacy group who allegedly conducted a fundraiser while not registered for the purpose of using the proceeds to pay her legal bills will face the Magistrates Court of Victoria in November. The appeal held between September 2021 and October 22, 2022, oh, should, should be like with your Beno there, two, 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 <laughs> uh, received more than 86,000. So a bit less than that 300 figure. Anyway, yeah, in donations in no that period, according yeah. to the Consumer Affairs of Victoria, after Smith made online requests, please, for public donations to fund <laughs> legal fees after Victoria Police charged her with a separate offence. Mm-hmm. Smith also allegedly failed to provide the Director of Consumer Affairs Victoria with documents and information required under law. Oh dear. Uh, Smith and RDA have been charged with offences under C- Section 17A and 44 of the Fundraising Act 1990. 
eight. The maximum penalty for each offence is death. Oh, sorry, no. Over, uh, so no, for, the, for each offence, it's over $46,000 fine for a company and over, that'll just about see you, RDA out, won't it? Yeah, and over yeah. $23,000 and or up to 12 months jail for individuals. Mm-hmm. Ooh, might have to change the book, the title of the book, Joe, the revised yes. edition. Which, Three, which sell well, you in 387 days. Yeah, no. She's not an individual. Sell be a company, 387. So. She's up for the 46, though. Uh, now, Monica responded in her usual mature fashion by claiming that this was actually a blessing because she's a bit bored. Yep. You know, her inbox has been a bit quiet recently and you know, all those people that she said she loved forever who <laughs> came and did all that work at RDA and oh, got the arse. God. Uh, and now I don't talk to her anymore. Uh, and she... <laughs> And now she's got something to concentrate on. You know? Oh, that's nice. And, and look, here's some of the video that Daily Mail, Daily Mail described as, and I quote, bizarre. Bizarre. All right, so this is just a video where she's like, oh, I fucking, my inbox is quiet. Oh, I've wanted something to concentrate on. And I'll just put like 15, 20 seconds of her just being a fucking emotional wreck into this because it is very funny. Mm. And as Daily Mail said, it is bizarre. I mean, I must say, I love the mainstream media covering cookers because it makes so much easier to research. Because I ever did like Matthew Perry, I was like, oh, fuck, you guys have basically done this work. Yeah, for no, me. there's lots of that. Yeah, Thanks, that's guys. what I'm finding too. Yeah, it's great. News.com.au. And they love it. The, they just troll. They actually go, look at these cunts. And so do Daily Mail. Have yeah. a look at these cunts. Yeah, it's pretty good. Like, I mean, as much as I'm not a fan of the Daily Mail, I love how awful and nasty they can be. And I can quote them, yeah. which means that it's not my fault for saying something really fucked up. It's great. And then she goes on to flex. I am also one-third director one third. of a law firm. Yep. I mean, what the fuck is that? Is it a law firm? I thought Monica? she was a third really? Dutch, Joel, but she's a third, she's yes. a third director of a law no, firm. No, she's a third director of a law firm, a third Dutch and a third <laughs> freedom fighter, I suppose. Oh, that's that's terrible. So, look, so there no is worries. an issue. She, she owns issue, a law firm. Well, well a third of it. Yeah. Well, she's, she's a director, but has she got a director ID? Hang that on. could be a bit of an issue. What if she goes in and films it again? Yeah, that would work, work wouldn't really it? Well. Yeah. This time. They wouldn't be expecting it this time. How do you think the Americans will feel about that, <laughs> Clean <mate>? shock tactics. <laughs> Fucking idiot. Anyway, God, she's so stupid. I, I still haven't worked it out yet. And if you haven't worked it out, keep asking the question. And keep looking for the answers. Because it's irrelevant. All right, so... The Australia won Cooker Rally this weekend was preceded by oh, a, a bit of Gonzo stuff, Joel, again. Blood well, Rally. Yeah, yeah. Went down there and uh, it was quite an interesting experience. So, of course, being in Sydney, I couldn't resist going down and checking it out because it was a hop, skip, and jump away. And, and let's it, face it, they need the numbers. Well, they kind of don't. It was a pretty busy thing. So, the what, first what thing. What you tell me? 250? Two, yeah, 250, 300, that's maybe. not a big number. It was pretty good considering all of them prepared to fucking die for a cause. So there is that. Anyway, so the first thing was the Infected Blood Rally. And this is being run by a guy named Charles McKenzie. It was at 10 a.m. at Town Hall in eyeshot of the Lifeblood building, which apparently they were going to go then march to and protest. It was about 100 metres down the road. People were going in and out to donate blood and – we con- we considered going down and joining them for their march down to Lifeblood and screaming at a building where people donate blood to transfuse to ill people, but mm. I just felt like that crossed my threshold a bit because I'm just tell not me about McKenzie. 
What's McKenzie? Okay. So McKenzie has been fighting a fairly reasonable fight. He got Hep C when he was a teenager from a blood transfusion from CSL and the Red Cross. And it used the, to happen. It, used it to did. Happen. It did. And the blood was said to have come from a rather charitable prison inmate with a long history of IV drug use. Oh, dear. How could we have seen this coming? Well, I, I, I mean, look, I doubt that. I mean, I doubt that well, story. Well, no, he might have been an, an, an ex. I, I, I find it. Yeah, it might have been an ex, but I can't believe that a prison inmate blah blah blah. That's how the story goes. I had a, I had a friend who died of AIDS from transfused blood. What? And uh, and look, the other thing I was thinking, I was talking talking to an old school friend of mine. There was a sort of group. There's a group of us who used to experiment in drugs and all that sort of stuff. And then there was a Got sort of it. subgroup who actually moved on to IV drug use. Oh, no. And I, we didn't actually – I just went, oh, no, it was kind of line I didn't cross. So Yeah. And, and we were counting through them, all that sort of sub – and the guys we all knew and liked and all that sort of stuff, and all yep. dead. Yeah. That's what IV drugs now. do. They, they kill people. And they would have, would have been sharing those. We're talking the 80s. So they would have been sharing needles and all that sort of stuff. It's not yeah. a good time for it. So yeah. That's what that's what Chopper Reed died of, by the way. He was an IV drug user for all the talk about him being anti-drug. He was an IV drug user in prison and and he, he developed hepatitis Got and the then hepatitis. liver cancer and see you later. Yeah, yeah, he refused a transplant, but yeah, anyway. He did, yes, he did, and and for good reasons, I think, for sound reasons. Yeah, yeah, I'm not sure if it would have got anyway, so there's that. So, yeah, so look, we're not going to say McKenzie is a uh, – Charles McKenzie is a uh, making this up. But is it, no, it he's definitely certainly, not. certainly true. But it was nope. a long time ago when blood screening was in its infancy, Charles. It was, and but there was negligence for sure. He's, he's convinced that they knew about it and it was a conspiracy. But that's a whole other story right. I won't get into. Yeah, that's I'm not a gonna, different story. But I there was, a, there was compensation paid out for victims. And I think no, that not really, no. No. Yeah, no, that was, well, certainly my mate who passed away from AIDS, he was compensated. Seven million for 400 people in a class action and the the, the divvy was confidential. Wow. He, they- yeah, they, they really got robbed on this. The one in the UK apparently resulted in billions in compensation, which makes sense. Your well, life was taken died. So I don't know how much compensation you need, but well, uh, he went from being a healthy strong, powerful West Indian man to being, being just afflicted by AIDS to the That's point where he awful. got virtually beyond death and then so did I, die. So I do find it very difficult to kick this guy on the side because, let's face sure. it, he got hep C. One thing that really irks me is that on his website, which is quite comprehensive, very activist, and that's fine, he talks about the fact that he's going to treat his hep C with cannabis. Now, yeah. hep C is now curable. Is I've he- seen that. There are posters everywhere talking about it. But he's decided that he hates Big Pharma so much well, he probably he likes cure. He, he probably likes a puff as well, Joe. Well, I mean, look, you can do both. You can really <laughs> you can do, do both. both. Anyway, yeah. so I think he's a bit of a fucking idiot as a result of that uh, yeah. little decision he's made. Anyway, so he's got hep C and he doesn't have to have hep C because there is medication that will cure him, but apparently he's chosen not to take it. What a genius. So now he's moved on to basically co-opting cookers this is his cause, the infected blood. But I think he's seen a rent a crowd. And I think the fact Here that he's go. unhinged hey. means that he's happy to adopt all of these fucking this psychos into his folks, little group. This is how marketing works. Exactly. And it's kind of working, but it's kind of not. Because at his little rally before <laughs> that started at the same time as A1, unfortunately, I miss yeah. John Wilson speaking because of this motherfucker. Luckily, I rode there pretty quickly and caught the Auntie Glenda coming on next. Like I say, 
I feel for this guy. He got sick. It's not fair. He's also a bit of a prick. So I'm also not that torn about sticking the boot in. Still, I'm on the fence. Either way, he turned up later to the rally. He carried a walking stick. He doesn't use it unless he's being filmed. I just, everything seems really dodgy. He seems very, very keen for clout. And he wants unvaxxed blood. So that's that's his thing. That's so, his thing now so because he knows he the, can get playing, Or cookers. singing to the choir on that. The he's pandering blood. to cookers. But yeah. the thing is he probably believes it. He probably fucking believes it because yeah. this guy, oh, he was sucking Maybe. on Bozy afterwards. He's like either he- just looking for clout. He was also filming a chat with Beck Freedom. Oh, I mean, come on. She's apparently pushing the cause for him. I mean, look, so when I got there, there was decent crowd of cookers who looked very fucking menacing. So much Australia One merch, but none for sale, which is upsetting because I would have bought a polo shirt. And Craig Pitbull Cole comes on the stage and has a basically nonsensical speech about nothing. I transcribed his speech in to have a look and see if there was anything worth mentioning. There wasn't. There was a joke about how Freemasons are girls. It was dumb. It's like basically like when you're like a five-year-old, girls are shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. How, yeah, how, that's, how, that's how shit are girls? Yeah. yeah, sick. And talk about punching things heaps. I don't care. Did he? Yeah, he would have yeah. done that. Because that's his thing, really. Look, his I thing. think it's not so much the content of his speech. It's just the fact that he's there with that just charisma. Yeah, that charisma, that toothless charisma. It was fucking weird. Anyway. Bozy came on, and I'm just going to give you the basic sort of cliff notes on this because, honestly, it was so fucking dumb. Hanging and whipping. Hanging oh. and flogging. There was actually less talk about hanging this time, which oh, I was pretty impressed with. Lots of, lots of jailing. Yeah. He claimed that under his rule, his army will have free medical and dental. Now, sometimes that's like there's a barometer of has Bozy taken over? Is he secretly running the white hats and we don't know it? And I tell you how I know that Bozy hasn't taken over. Craig Cole still has no teeth. So, he teeth. I mean, he teeth. there's just there's no there's no question. He hasn't that, taken over. Bosey still hasn't taken over. Mm. He promised us teeth, and I tell you what, he has not delivered. Craig, anyway. Craig Cole's jaw could be basically the barometer of where <laughs> where where where, where Bob's at at any given time. It's probably an element on the table. So Bosey knows. What he doesn't want, and that is no yeah. woke bullshit. And yeah, I fully fuck. agree. Fuck woke bullshit. I fucking hate it. I hate yeah, it so everyone much. Everyone hates woke bullshit. Did you know in Germany and in Spain you can marry cats and dogs? What? Do you know? Cats? That? It's you legal can, to marry cats and dogs. A cat in Germany, will marry Spain. a dog? No, no, no. That's you, sick. That's you, sick. No. That's sick and wrong. That would never happen because they're enemies. You don't know anything. You've never watched cartoons. But you can, you can straight up, you can marry a cat or a dog. In Germany and Spain. That's how mad work culture's gone. Give an example. Do you think marriage with dogs and cats is sound social practice? Just show hands if you think that's a really good thing that we should do. What a shock. Nobody. Did you know that's legal in, in Germany and Spain? Well, until they start enforcing cats to marry dogs, I don't think that's a real problem. Well, Bozy has an issue with it. None of this is actually happening. By the way. No, no, none of this is actually <laughs> you happening. You can't actually marry your cat. Or this your is dog. completely insane. In fact, this fact- was one of those oft-repeated defences to the to the uh, Marriage Act. Yeah, yeah, the same-sex marriage. Bernardi uh, was a big fan of the the, the cats and dogs thing. Yeah. Yeah, all just, and it just tells you that they're really sick fuckers who are thinking about bestiality all the time. Yeah, I mean, why Even is you, Joe, I mean, just popping that, that in there is just wrong as far as I'm concerned. I'm sorry, but he said it and I had to sit there and watch him yeah, while everyone right. went, oh, oh, you're all shocked. 
How about some of you think critically? Because obviously that's not true. Anyway, so Bozy does have a plan, and yeah. this is great because a lot of these people are already over 35, so they're probably really pissed <laughs> off at this. If Bozy takes over and you are hardworking, you'll retire at 35. If you're lazy, you'll retire at 40. We're going to be economically powerful. That means individually and collectively. If you want to work hard, you'll probably retire at 35 on the earnings you've made. If you're a bit lazy, you might retire by 45. How's that sound? And instead of, if you want to work, you work because you want to, not because you have to. How cool would that be? Well, I'm 61. I, I should have had the feet up for, for a you've couple had of decades. You've had your life stolen from you. That's what I was thinking. Like people was looking around. I wasn't getting much of a positive reaction. I'm like, hold it's, on, all of you are past his age. Work. It's not his best work. Is it, it was his best work. I tell you what. When he started to have immigration, he lost a lot of people as well. We'll get to that. He's got the best health and dental in the world. It's all free. Fantastic. But here's it. the issue. They still plan to jail the doctors, all the doctors, nurses, and health administrators for the rest of their miserable lives. <laughs> what about the dentists? Are they locking up the dentists? Never mentioned the dentists. I think the dentists are actually fine. They're okay. They'll there you go. Through. I never mm. thought of that. That's really interesting. There you go. For example, let's see. What, what would I do if I was in that situation? Mm. Health, first of all. Get everybody as healthy as we can. Get rid of big pharma, lock up the doctors, lock up the nurses, lock up the hospital administrators, put them in jail for the rest of their miserable lives. If they are guilty of bad things, which most of them are, the evidence is there. Secondly. Great teeth. So the dental actually sticks. Yeah, that could actually still work. That's good. I'm glad it's not a complete failure. So I'm not 100% sure who's going to run this because not only have they jailed the nurses and the doctors, but the administrators. No one's even running the hospitals anymore. They've got no one. They've got no one. Unless, of course, they just put all of them into a jail, which turns out to be called jailspital, and you bring people to the jailspital and they get treatmentized. Going to need a lot of jars. You're going to need a lot of jars. Uh, if Ricky Bozzi's in charge, you're going to need some. The ones we got now are going to need to be bigger, and there's going to have to be some new ones chucked in quite a lot. I just love the fucking idea of like a whole bunch of doctors just being chained to a thing, being like, <laughs> okay, you need antibiotics immediately. Your leg is your leg is deteriorated. And Craig Cole just growls at him and is like, okay, you need Arnica. You need a lot of Arnica. I'm sorry, Craig. I'm sorry, people. Don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. You need Arnica on that leg and you'll be well, fine. Craig will get his teeth done. Yes. Well, I fucking hope so. It's about time. He's really, he's paid his dues. He looked like Steve Martin when they're done with him. You know what I mean? Just beautiful. I teeth. hope so. I hope so. He deserves them. He's worked. He's worked hard. He's worked hard. He's pledged his allegiance. I think it's, it's good. So look, he's also got ideas about the economy. So I'm just going to play a clip here because he's just got Cookonomics yeah, absolutely nailed. Leadership in the form of entrepreneurs. So some people just love starting businesses. Labor, because you need the workers, because some work, some, not everyone wants to be an, a, uh, an entrepreneur. They just want to do a good day's work and get a fair day's pay. And the next you need is capital. That's it. Leadership, workers, capital. Now, what have they constrained at every turn? The capital. That's why you can't get ahead. So once you've got the capital in your pocket, you're going to be stinking rich. You're going to, what are we going to do with this money? I don't know. Well, let's put it in the government bonds. They're doing stuff. The, the economy will take off. It'll go from one tri a trillion dollar economy to a two trillion dollar economy to a three trillion dollar economy. The rest of the world, including the US, is going to look at us and say, our 14% sales tax on new items sucks. That's an economic technical term, by the way. 2% flat tax, and we put all the money into government bonds. What money? And they go up because of economics. And now we're rich. Like, how are these bonds going up so quickly? How does any of this work? He literally said, because they're doing stuff. Doing stuff. They're doing stuff. That's the, That's answer. the answer. They're doing, doing stuff. stuff. 2% flat tax. Got to say, Pauline, Pauline actually mm -hmm. went the flat tax rate in a... Uh, 
a visitation of the One Nation a bandwagon, oh, many years ago, and just got the shit <laughs> Just hang on. I think she, I can't remember. Listeners might remind me, but I'm going to go with a 5% flat tax rate. Yeah, okay. But it might have been a little higher than it's that. It's good. It's nice um, and low. It's great. And yeah, and then they said, "Well, we'll show us how show us how it works." <laughs> you, you're you're flat. You're flat. You basically you've just wiped your government of, of its services by by about eighty five percent. Yeah, about that. No, but you've got to invest in government bonds. Don't worry, it's all sweet. Yeah, but once you do that, yeah, problem once solved. Problem solved. So mm-hmm. we've got a new Australia. There's great health. No pharmaceutical companies, which might be problematic. No doctors and nurses yeah. or administrators. See a problem there. This is an issue. But he's going to bring in migrants, and you could just see the crowd just go fucking dead. But of course, then he's to say, we all need to believe in the same ideals. Now he's not anti-Islam. He made that very clear. But Muslims like marrying six-year-olds, and that's bad. Yeah. We can't have that. They do. Yeah, they do. So no marrying six-year-olds. You can come into our country. Just don't marry six-year-olds. Um, yeah, I think that's fair. Do you think having sex with a three-year-old is wrong? Do you think having se- uh, marrying a six-year-old? Do you think we're going to marry six-year-olds? Absolutely not. Should you ever consummate that marriage at age nine? That's Muslim practice. You know why? That's Muhammad's practice, and they are required to follow Muhammad. This is not an anti-Muslim thing. So sit the fuck down and listen. Not you guys, them. I haven't got an issue with that. It's funny, but you'd think that goes without saying, but apparently here it's really normal. Oh, uh, just, I heartily endorse yeah. Ricky Bozzi's policy on not, not marrying six-year-olds. Not marrying six-year-olds. I'm so glad we found an accord. Yeah. I think Muslims specifically that. shouldn't marry six-year-olds because I just like throwing race into it for some reason. You fuck it. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, idiots. So, look, Bozzi also said that female genital mutilation is legal here. Oh. That's news to me. He's going to make that illegal. I won't describe well i won't put the clip of that he talked it was no it was talking no, about that's not something that's going what to he said to they our, did to young women anyway whatever some of our knowledge on the man i don't it's, think or, or or genital mutilation is a female or fgm as ugly as it is it's not legal it's though not actually a muslim practice most people don't understand this it's essentially north african practice. it's a circumcision thing and it's yeah. horrible and it needs to stop yeah. But it's not a Muslim practice. And it's also not, not legal practice. in Australia. It's definitely Absolutely not. Absolutely fucking not. In fact, there have been a couple of people convicted of this, of, of, of FGM, conducting FGMs in Australia. Yeah, good. And, uh, and, and they were judged. Yeah, good. Fuck them. So obviously, Guru wasn't quiet. He never is. He no, was there. He is. often said he was talking to God. I'd say that's possibly. Yeah. Such- he claimed the informal vote for The Voice was 3.9 million, and that was because he told yeah. people not to vote. He thinks that 3 million people, 3.9 million people abstained because he said they should. Let's just go to the AEC, and apparently the number of informal votes in the referendum nationwide was 155,545. 3 million and how much? 155,545. <laughs> oh, that's, that's only 2.8 million. I like <laughs> I, I'm going to even edit to make your voice sound like you thought of that a lot quicker than you did. So it's not 3 million, right? It's apparently not a whisker of 1%. It's close. We actually are using this as a sort of bastion of democracy thing where I don't think we should ever say anything proud about the voice ever. But look, top work guru, keep winning, you fucking clown. Anyway. <laughs> he is, look, 
I, I think he holds one title. I'll, I'll give him this. He's got to be the dumbest cult leader I I've know. ever seen. Normally you see a cult leader and, smart, and they're, right? they're charismatic yeah. and they're a bit scary. He's and- a bit charismatic, but he's not smart. <laughs> He just looks like a complete goose. Mm-hmm. And then, what does that say about his It says a show? fucking lot. I'm not it, sure. It's, it was a weird crowd. Anyway. But we should move on. So after the Q&A session, that yielded really, really weird results. Guru decided to jump up, crack out the guitar, and sing a song. Oh, he'd be great at a dinner yeah, party, Yeah, it wasn't he? good. It was U2's one. Some will know that <laughs> oh, Bono. God. Have you got a clip? Have you yeah, got that? I I'm need to see that, that job. So he was that. also there by Glenn, the – let me just take a moment here. The potentiary judge, Edward. Yes, potentiary. He's a plenipotentiary, otherwise known as Patriot mm. 101, which is easy to say. Oh, uh, he's, he's Lord yeah, of the he's Sausage. Yeah, he, um, he had a – he was wearing a fucked Aussie Q jumper. He had this little badge certifying him as a judge for the INTJ or some other cooked or sit tribunal of nonsense. Anyway, it sounded like shit, and here's a clip to round us out on Cooker Update. There you go. I've clearly had mixed feelings about the death of friend star Matthew Perry, who died suddenly at 56 years old, drowning in his jacuzzi after suffering a heart attack. It is fucking sad. Turns out he's actually a sort of nice guy. Troubled, but nice. So, you know, absolutely Mm. where this is going, but we'll do some backstory first. So, Matthew Perry had some very fucked up drug addiction habits, mostly opiates and booze, and these lasted over about 30 or so years. Yes, long, long periods of drug and alcohol addiction, substance abuse. He also apparently smoked three packets of Marlboro a day. That'd be the It can't be true. You can't smoke that many cigarettes in a day. Oh, mate, back in the day, back in the day. I used to, I knew a bloke who smoked six packs a day. Yeah, that's 120 cigarettes you'd get through. How do you find the time? Yeah, that's that's what you always wonder, yeah. Fucking hell. So, yeah, look, that's not. He spent over $7 million on rehab throughout his life. That's mental. His colon exploded in 2018 from... And taking way too many opiates Ooh. and taken like lollies. And that left him in a coma for two weeks and required at least 14 surgeries, nine months with a colostomy back. Ooh. His heart stopped in 20, 24, five minutes, and a doctor broke eight ribs trying to resuscitate him. Good on him, though. She, she should wake up sore, or at go, least she'd wake up. Go, Doogie. Uh, <clears throat> a few years ago, he, he bit into a piece of toast and his top teeth fell out That's and his dark. body had just been disintegrating around him, oh. uh, and that required emergency dental surgery, dental surgery and gave him a speech impediment for the rest of his life. That's fucked up. So in his memoir, he even wrote, it's weird to live in a world where if you died, it would shock people but surprise no one. So, of course, this just makes it even more fucking stupid that anti-vax has latched onto this as yet another died suddenly that must have been from the jab. Of course. God, they're fucking tiring. So, while many died suddenly cases are mysterious and the subjects often end up being unvaccinated anyway, 
<clears throat> teenage swimmer. This one was abundantly clear as Perry had made and sold T-shirts that bizarrely stated, quote, could I be any more vaccinated? Prominent pro-vaccine person. But is that like a joke? Is it a joke? Could I be any more? Is it like a Friends reference? I don't watch Friends. I didn't like it. Yeah, I know you're not a fan. I mean, look, but he was, could I be any more vaccinated? It was one of the big pro-vaccination pushes. Yeah. So he got behind it, you know. That's, that's fair enough. Look, obviously, we're fairly pro vaccinated. Could it's I be any more vaccinated? A sardonic wager. Yeah, it's not my kind of sass. Anyway, yeah. look, as you can imagine, fuckhead ex furniture salesman and cooker pandra, former MP for the UAP, Craig Kelly, posted a screenshot of the, I would say, bizarre t shirt promo with the line Sad to hear of his sudden passing at such a young age. Oh, yeah, sudden. So Kelly knows exactly what he's doing. How old's Crackers? Oh, Crackers has got to be, like, approaching 60, I think. But I think he's actually surprisingly well, that, young. That, that makes him basically great, Kelly, 60 years of age. That makes him 60. 60 years older than Perry. Amazing. Hopefully he doesn't die at a young age. Due Such to a young age. Sudden Mate, cardiac arrest. I'll tell you this right now, Crackers, you're in the zone, buddy. <laughs> With his fucking post, is don't go running up any hills anytime soon, Don't play pickleball. It's no good for you. It's no good. Don't worry. I don't think we're in any danger of Craig Kelly playing pickleball anytime soon. So look, we we all know that he's just a shameless prick who's done this very intentionally. He's doing yeah. the fucking clout because he's fucking cook pandra. Hello, hey, hey, I made the papers. Yeah, well, news.com.au did call him out and call it a disgraceful theory, yeah, which is yeah, pretty fair. Yeah, a number of agencies ran it, yeah. Yeah, it told him basically to get fucked. It wasn't to him, though. Anivax had a field day with this and even claimed that he may have died from the jab on his Wikipedia page. They went in and they fucking edited his Wikipedia uh, page to be like, yuck. he may or may not have died from the jab. These fucking cunts. Imagine if they put this energy towards something that wasn't being awful. Don't help children. Oh, no, no, don't. Stay away no, no. from children. Stay away from children. Of- They're no good with kids. They're really no good with kids. They're just going to end up yeah. fucking giving them to Mormons or something. Anyway, look, of course it doesn't stop there because similar to the bullshit stories made up around Chester Bennington from Lincoln Park and fuck you, Fuck you, Cookers. Chris Cornell's suicide. Anyone who does. Oh, jeez, cunts. Cookers in the US have claimed that Perry was murdered by Hollywood elites because he was about to expose their pedophile ring. I hate this so much. So this one's from the king of fake news and natural news staff member, Sean Adeltabatabai. Yeah, that's it. Tabatabai. That's it. He's the piece of shit behind News Punch and Your Newswire, which are like OG cooked fake news click farms. Like he's a pioneer of the field. No no way to earn a living, Mr. Tabatabai. Yeah, exactly. Get a fucking job. Get a job, you scumbag. Cock. So while it's statistically likely that Perry did think that having sex with children is bad, most people are on that side of history. So, yeah. Yeah. Cookers had to actually make up quotes and memes of him saying so in order to bolster this dumb shit theory of oh, theirs. God. They're just so fucked. I mean, like, we can't just assume that it was against pedophilia. You have to, like, make fake quotes to make him against pedophilia. We're all against pedophilia. The only people that aren't against pedophilia are pedophiles, you moron. Fuck me. Anyway. So, unfortunately, Perry has got both sides of the cooker coin on this one, and it has been said that he was killed because he was on the infamous Epstein flight logs and a regular at Little St. Jeff, the dodgy Little St. James Island of Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah. Island. Not good. Not good. So, the proof being of this presence on these logs was a dodgy fake spreadsheet with Perry's name alongside a list 
of very alive people classified as arrested and executed. Oh, who, was, who else was on it? Well, there was the whole like, cast of Friends. Meryl Streep was on there. Mark Zuckerberg mm. was on there. It was, mm. it was fucking dumb. He's gone, is he? Is he? The, the yeah. caption said, "If you have any questions, here is proof." Matthew Perry was on the list on Epstein to Epstein Island. It's Pano Island. At least have some sense of drama here. Well, I, I do agree. Cool. Pano Island, for God's sake. Otherwise, I, Epstein. Who's that? What? Oh, yeah, that guy. Yeah, oh, the yeah. guy who did or didn't Pano kill himself. Just leaps at you. Yeah, the guy. Yeah, the guy who like fucking teenagers. And so report these people. <laughs> it was just a Google Sheets document, though. Like, yeah. it, it's like absolute it's, proof. Exactly, it's not absolute proof. It's dumb. It's dumb. It's fucking stupid. <laughs> we really must update on my pillow guy. <laughs> we should because he's traveling really bad. He's having moment. a really rough time. <laughs> he was yelling at something recently. Yeah, anyway, I saw that. we have anyway. so much to catch up on. God, someone give me money and someone stop me from studying law. So time consuming. This stuff was rife a couple of years ago. And absolutely one of the reasons why we started this podcast. It was very funny. But it's kind of gone full circle now. It's just offensive, sad, and annoying. I mean, like, come on, guys, like, move on. It was funny for a bit. It's not anymore. I mean, also, for anyone who needs this one thrown out in crayon for you in the front, Perry absolutely was never associated with Jeffrey Epstein. Okay? Nothing. Simple. Simple. Nothing. Just nothing. Um, unfortunately, the Epstein connection didn't just die suddenly there. Utterly idiotic brain fart. This utterly idiotic brain fart has gone viral in the cooker circles. So people looking into it like it actually fucking means something. This is from Amanda Q. Decodes, i.e. Board Mum 23. She has a trail of deranged breadcrumbs on her telegram that actually shows how she came up with this. And they are just as cooked as the result. Here, give me some bread. Oh, this is just fantastic. It's Matthew Perry's dumb. father's name is John Bennett Perry. John Bennett Ramsey, Ramsey, spelt differently. Because John Ben Ramsey was B E N E T. John yeah. Bennett Perry's B E double N E T. E double T. Uh, John Benet Ramsey looks like Katy Perry. John Benet <laughs> Ramsey's, she spelled the Ramsey's wrongly anyway. I know. Is John Bennett Ramsey. What? John J O N Benet B E N E T. Yeah, so John Benet is the, the kid Ramsey's and John Bennett Ramsey. Yeah, I know, is the I know, character. I know, but it's you remember Katie. the case. What? Yeah. Matthew Perry played Chandler. On the show Friends. Oh, well done. See Handler, mm-hmm. Child Handler, Ray Chandler. Ooh. Rachel Chandler in The Drops as well. Jennifer Aniston played Rachel in Friends. Mm-hmm. These parallels are not a coincidence, Amanda they- Decode says. Matthew Perry was born exactly 7,657 days before Jean Bonnet Ramsey was born. I haven't checked that. Is God an astronaut? No, <laughs> the first drop to contain 7657, Q drop that is, folks, is drop 3139. It says, that's 3139, what high-profile elite people fund and provide Rachel with her photography studio? Now, I presume that's, no, 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 that's that's Rachel, oh, that's Rachel from Rachel Friends. Chandler. Rachel Chandler. Oh, I'll explain who Rachel Chandler is no, real soon, my friend. What is the studio used for? What is the studio really used for? What's it really, really used for? <laughs> What's it really, 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 really used for? Who has RC been pictured with? That's Rachel I can answer Chandler. That. This goes far beyond spirit cooking models. Huh? No, 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 no. It's right in the fucking middle. 
It is. It is. Spirit cooking model. Off you go, Joe. So long-time listeners of the show will understand way, way too much of that. So the Benet Ramsey angle is a real blast from the past. You know what's going on here. Mm-hmm. And it's about a young girl named JonBenet Ramsey who was a six-year-old beauty pageant kid who was brutally murdered and her Terrible. killer never found. Terrible business. Never Fucking been found. Her awful. killer. So, of course, QAnon bakers, the ones who never seem to go after the very pedo-y pageant, beauty pageant scene in the US, mm-hmm. the one that Trump is actively involved well, he in. he was. You're not doing well, so much of it now. He's well, he's too busy moved being on. sued. So they've tied her to Matthew Perry, not Trump. Perry. Anyway, cool. That's just for reasons that are absolutely delusional. And if you go to her Telegram group, you can see why. Mm, Fucking cool. Very, very disturbed human being, isn't she? Yeah, it's fucked up. So, Rachel Chandler, the- Not your man, Ramsey. (laughs) No, no, no. But this idiot. Well, Rachel's also- QD codes. Can you imagine being in the same room as that freak? Do not attend Christmas. We do not want you there. So Rachel Chandler, the child handler, has faced horrific harassment as per usual since a Q drop called her out in 2019. She eventually featured in, or featured in vaguely, 19 Q drops, where it was suggested that her modelling agency, which has apparently got children on the books, was a front for trafficking said children and a bunch of satanic nonsense. You know how all this plays out. Hollywood, yeah. Hollywood elite pedophile rings, yeah. Pedowood, I believe, is the correct term. So one Q drop simply says, who is Rachel Chandler? Which is a great way to get about a million idiots trying to find you and make your life incredibly miserable. Yeah. They did, and that was great. Uh, just in case the chuds were too dumb to find her, Q was nice enough to post photos of her. Good. Yeah, I just, I'm, it's baffling. So, of course, all this leads to the completely made-up idea that Rachel Chandler, the child handler, was Jeffrey Epstein's child handler. That C job handler. was taken. C- Gillian Maxwell was doing that very effectively. She was I, C handler. Yeah. I think she was C handler. Gillian Maxwell. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Gillian really did a great job of that. To be honest, I think that she's really been marginalized by this claim because she did such a great job. And Not guilty, you think, Joe? Well, I just think, no, I just think how dare they take away her thunder. Yeah. Gillian was an incredible child handler. Rachel's going to shit. When she gets out of jail, she's going to have to try and convince people that she really was C handler. Oh my God! What's what? Yeah, could continue her career? Oh, we shouldn't joke about this. She's an awful <laughs> no. human being. Anyway, so once again, Rachel Chandler has nothing to do with Jeffrey Epstein. Nothing. She was photographed once with Bill Clinton on a private jet, which they decided ah. was Jeffrey Epstein's litter express because they're fucking. <laughs> but wait a minute, hunts. Jeffrey Epstein also flew on a private jet, job. Exactly, and there's only one private jet in the world. Well, there's two: Leonardo DiCaprio's, and God forbid what happens on that jet. I don't want to know. Anyway, look, these are just minor details, right? Because her last name is the same as Perry's character name in Friends. Well done, yeah. Golf Clap. You baked yeah. up some bread there. You guys are fucking geniuses. They also attempted- line, A to B. It's so frustrating. They tried to link her to that really cooked Balenciaga kitty photo shoot. We yeah. covered this in a premium episode. I looked it up. It's in December 2022. So patrons, go back then if you want to listen to it. But- Basically, it was like a really creepy bondage-themed kid shoot. It was, it was bad. It was, it was ill-conceived. It y'all. wasn't great. But the thing is that Rachel Chandler once recruited some kids it. for Zero a Balenciaga shoot, mm. and now they're saying that she was anyway. It's dumb. So the guy who's pushing this, oh my god, he is a terrifying individual named Ollie London who considers himself transracial and has concept. had so much plastic surgery in order to look like Park Ji Min from K-pop band BTS. This is 32 procedures, including a fucking penis reduction. Well, yeah, that's a commitment. I know. I mean, does he even know whether 
parked you. Anyway. And now she just looks like a melted can of eyes. So fucked in the head. And of course, as with most failed attention whores, he's become a cookie influencer. And now he's on GB News talking about fucking Rachel Chandler as child handler. And they're actually listening to this fucking melted candle. It's so bizarre. Anyway, look. Well, look, all I can say, all I can say, Joe, is if you are silly enough to join a cult led by a black who has actually walked into a doctor's surgery, he's got Munchausen syndrome, by the way, mm. and, and, and says, look, can you just lop a bit off the old boy, please? But also the racism to think, you know what? Koreans have small dicks. I need a small yeah, dick to be Korean. That's racist. I don't think it's. I think there's a little bit of truth to it, but but yeah, you know, a little. You don't want to. You don't want to walk into a surgeon and say, "Look, I, on the basis of a stereotype, I would like my penis size reduced." Please. He's a fucking idiot, and cookers are listening to him on GB News of all places. Why would you listen to a man who does that? Is my point ever, mm. ever, ever, ever? Don't look at all this yeah. bullshit. The lead was buried. Perry had a fucked up adult life that eventually cost him his life. Uh, while toxicology isn't back yet, no drugs are found in the house except for prescribed medications. And if you're a man of Perry's age, and, and I am, it's a little bit older, you've got prescribed medications. In he's, he's also had a bit he, of a He drug. got clean, but it was too late. But he spent much of his life trying to help others with his piles of cash, opening a facility called Perry House for Sober Living and uh, and lobbying government to give long-term drug offenders a treatment plan instead of jail time. Yeah, it's good. Uh, it's fantastic work. Good on him. Yeah, fuck you. Perry said in an interview, when I die, as far as my so-called accomplishments go, it would be nice if friends were listed far behind the things I did to try to help other people. Fucking nice. I'm not sure whether that's the case, but but certainly I think he's been remembered fondly with by everyone except fucking cookers. You didn't like Friends, Joe. I didn't mind it. I didn't like Friends, but I I appreciate what he did insofar as he had a whole bunch of money, he got all fucked up, and he realized he could help others, and he decided to spend the money helping others. I appreciate philanthropy. Lovely story of the cast getting an intervention together. He basically announced it in the studio. Oh, wow. That's pretty intense. Yeah. Yeah. Terrible. Cookers are just the worst, aren't they? They fucking are, man. Look, I think that let's not remember Perry for friends personally because I think the show sucks. Well, that's just a personal view of yours, Joe. It is a personal view. I mean, I'm picking the guy. I'm I'm not not picking the guy. I'm picking the show. Let's not remember Perry for bullshit died suddenly cooker takes either because that is just the attention-seeking nonsense they're trying to co-op this. Let's, I think, remember him for using his piles of friends cash to help others struggling with addiction because he was clearly an empathetic and decent person, a troubled but decent lad who should be remembered for his good works and not for some fuckwits Q-drop theory. We fired you. We sacked you. We dismissed you as what? As garbage because that's all you are. You're a criminal. You're a traitor. And you're going to the biggest barbecue in history. So from Christmas dinner to you are the dinner. Thank you. That's what I'll go with. And listeners, we were disturbed to hear of the illness, a heart episode involving the senator in exile, Rodney Carlton, good friend of the program. It it appears that old sausage Rod had a hearty when swarmed upon by the illegal corporate police over a domestic violence incident in his new home. Not a van down by the river. No. It's actually a step below that. He's, <laughs> it sort of is. He's living in an abandoned pub that he's talking about renovating, but it just doesn't look like there's been any work done. He's just sort yeah. of living there. Yeah, he's just going well. It's not exactly classy. So 
Generally speaking, squatters tend not to bring their firearms with them to their new sort of unsecured yeah, Australia. weird digs. Frontier land, Joe. It is, yeah, but even then, there's still laws. So Carlton is that sort of special kind of cooker, and he really likes his rifle, you know. It's, uh, it's, a, it's a real special relationship. So he brought his gun safe to this super secure new place of residence, the <laughs> derelict pub. You should sit the door. Go is on. there a door? Yes, well, the door comes into a job. Yeah. <laughs> so, look, he got upset when the cops came to take them away, which I just, I find it very surprised. I mean, take away Rod's guns over my dead scooter glass. And yes, that is a Charlton Heston reference. So Jack actually watched a fucking video. What kind of pseudo-legal gibberish did he come out with? Well, uh, Rod's grabbed the camera on the phone, I presume, and the moment he heard a knock on the door, and the knock was fairly forceful, it was the wallopers. Did the door handle it? Yeah. The illegal corporate police. The illegal corporate, yeah. With a battering ram, handheld oh, no. battering ram, knocking down what Rod described as an antique door. And it's very shitty door, and it top. It, but, he, but he finally got behind and said, "Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on! I'm behind. I don't hit it again." And it's the one the, thing that works in this and place. And he opened the door for them, and they were there to tell him they were there. Fairly significant numbers, because Rod is a subset, and um, he reckoned there were nine. There, I counted eight. Um, uh, Wallop was there, uh, and they were issuing him with what is called a family violence. Order. Ooh, that's not good. So he's not being arrested. He's being advised that he that he has been asked to leave a property that was held by a person that he had a relationship with, and uh, shall we say intimate relationship with, well, that which he did, which he denied. He kept saying, "That's all hearsay. That's all hearsay." He just went on full uh, full sausage nonsense. Yeah, um, it was very very funny. And then along came a, a young walloper to read said. Uh, family violence order to him. He would love and he that. just kept talking. He had his solicitor on the phone uh, and, and she wasn't saying much and he was just talking straight over the top of everybody. Usually and you I don't think, say anything when the cops turn up, but that's okay, Rod. You just go go hog wild. Oh, yeah. Just use the word hearsay. Like, you know, when someone makes an accusation, he thinks he thinks that's hearsay. I'm currently studying evidence and it sounds like that wasn't hearsay. <laughs> he does not understand the concept of Mm-hmm. But anyway, most people don't. It's very in complex. the wake of this video, they bundled him into the van, and he's had a bit of an episode. Oh no, that's, that's what happened. So, Joel, if you just we just want to hear from Rod and his people about you know the terrible thing that he went through. So, if you could read the press release from the the group known as Crown, we the people of superior jurisdiction. Okay, so the recent unprovoked assault of Rodney Carlton on 20th October 2023 is an all-too-frequent example of the authoritarian and tyrannical culture routinely imposed on Crown, we the people of superior jurisdiction. Reflect back on the past few years and you'll undoubtedly recall many such examples. I don't like that paragraph. I, I, just I don't say, either. I, I had to I fucking to, read I it. I don't want to be my grammar, grammar pedant. You do. Wait a minute. You, you know, this shit. If so, the recent unprovoked assault of Rodney Carlton on 20 blah, blah, blah is an all too frequent example. Is it? So is he, is he, is he being assaulted frequently? Is that what they're trying to say here? Because it's not a free, you can't have a frequent example. You know what I mean? <laughs> this, is, this is just not working. Uh, and also, um, one doesn't reflect back 
job. No, no, they try not to. It's an moron, you yeah. see. You can simply just reflect. Yes. Because in doing so, you're looking backwards. So, anyway. But can, but can just, we double just, negative it? Like, now we're looking forward as a result of reflecting back? wanted to get that out there. Look, they double negative? They could have no. kicked off that press release a little bit better. But go on, Joel. No one's accusing them of being smart. That is an important thing we should all remember. Anyway, the SPAWA, S-P-A-W-A, the Sovereign People's Assembly of Western Australia Common Law Court, Crown Executive Orders and the Common Law Sheriffs condemn this action and recognise a failure of lawful due process Mm. with unlawful capitals in places they shouldn't be. I know. And the thing I love about the SPAWA the Sovereign <laughs> People's Assembly of Western Australia Common Law Court is the apostrophe ignorance. Like, they haven't got one in their list. Just trust me on this. They just haven't put a, just an apostrophe in. They're not in. They're I'm guessing Sosit Rod and the gang kind of felt there had to be an apostrophe there somewhere but couldn't figure out <laughs> where it would go. It actually goes between the last D and the S in Peoples. So they just decided apostrophes be damned. We'll fuck them off and hopefully no one will notice. I love the fact that you said before, I don't want to be a grammar pedant, but that is bullshit. <laughs> you love this. You live for it. And we like just, it. So There's got to be an apostrophe in there somewhere, but no. Well, look, I'm just going to say here that apostrophe is a tyranny, Jack. Yeah, um, that's probably so, the way to look at yeah, it. Nah, there's, uh, yeah, I'm not going to be crushed by your uh, grammar police. Yeah, but they're going to have to use apostrophes, Joel, because Sosit Rodney's mates have created a fucking laundry list of phony baloney legal institutions, including the aforementioned SPAWA, oh, but yes. also the Common Law Court oh, good. in conjunction with the Terra Australis Grand Jury oh, good. and the Common Law Sheriffs to nice. sit on matters of great import, oh, most yes. importantly, how to get Sosit Rod's farm back despite the fact that it was foreclosed on him. You know, over a decade ago. Uh, if we make enough content, we'll get it back. Don't you worry. We know this because the very same, very same press release, read by almost nobody besides me, includes this <laughs> factoid. And Joel reading it out for us now, of course. Oh, God. Rod was afforded lawful due process under the 25th Ast- Terra Australia Grand Jury on 31st August 2023, where it was found by a jury of his peers based on irrefutable evidence to have been defrauded of his property by unclean hands. Unclean hands. Unclean that is hands, to say, undisclosed third parties entered the contract, making it null and void. Null and void, capitalised, just in case. And in, just, red, and in red on the uh, on the actual press release. I must say, so I'm... Unclean, yeah. filthy hands, Joel. I'm not sure if that's how it works. And that's why Sol Sit Rod lost his farm. Bastards with uh, shit and filth in their fingernails, cholera in the webbing, plague on their fingertips. Oh. Of course, this has nothing to do with uh, the fact Sol Sit Rod doesn't pay his bills. No, God, no. If no. only the filthy adopted some bills. Better hand hygiene. Oh, that's right. Rod would be sitting back in a rocking chair on the porch of his farm right now. His rightful farm. But it's all okay, folks, because it's the common law sheriffs to the rescue. Oh, that's good. Now, how do we know they're common law sheriffs? Because they wear the powerful purple polo shirts of authority. Oh, they've got more than that, though, don't they? And there they were with Sosit Rod in their powerful purple polo shirts of authority, duking it out. With the illegal corporate police who only have badges, handcuffs, tasers, and handguns to see if Rod could get his farm back after 10 years. This now, is, I, I just want to say here, mate, this is I think you're mm-hmm. forgetting that those purple polo shirts of authority 
also had badges. So oh, they've got actually not on the film. Um, not, but, but there was a there was a separate film where they had a couple of photos of these clans. Uh, one guy had a little little cross on his uh, on his chest. Yeah, there. yeah, that's what I thought. I like that. And it's I thought good, that's a good badge, badge, mate. Fucking get yourself a real badge. Have a look oh. at a real badge, man. Stickler, stickler. Have a look at a real badge. Look at the FBI and go, oh, what war? I wouldn't mind having something a bit like that. Well, don't tell Theresa Von Lash out because that might just happen. <laughs> Get it whipped up for you. Get you three, four thousand, mate. Oh, um, don't worry. Just meet me down uh, by the lake. And there they were, you know. Look, I mean, they're just, <laughs> just duking it out with the illegal police who've actually got guns. The answer came, and sadly was no. And oh. somewhere along the way. <laughs> Subset Rod's ticker started panning, and before you know it, I'm actually mixing the two things because he was actually um, was outside the pub where he uh, or in the in the in the divvy van there. Before you know it, Rod was off to hospital for three days. Ooh. I'm guessing a public hospital because he's a bankrupt, <laughs> operated by the illegal corporate government. Oh, that's the but worst. Rod, who doesn't understand irony. Received the very best of care and was soon back on his feet. God bless him. Yeah, bless him. The press release goes on. The corporate police failed to conduct the most fundamental investigation surrounding the circumstances of the incident and acted on unsubstantiated claims. That's what they were, unsubstantiated. Unsubstantiated. (laughs) Stantiated. Stantiated. The result was at least nine corporate police officers forced entry into a private residence, possibly owned by him, probably not, caused property damage, that was editorialising there, and then placed Rod in a police paddy wagon despite being fully aware that Rod was suffering a (laughs) life-threatening medical condition. (laughs) Fully aware. Having a dodgy ticker at 60 years in a fucking life-threatening medical condition. Amazing. They're just like, oh, we knew you were on the fucking precipice of a heart attack. We took one look at you and realised that you were fucking on death's door. (laughs) Rod Cullen died suddenly. <laughs> oh man, sorry. No, no, no. We don't Look, wish death on it. We are don't. very, very happy that yes, exactly. Sit Rod is on the men. That's right. And that we wish him no specific harm. No. Uh, but the fact remains Rod has got health problems up the wazoo because he has no jurisdiction over his heart. Oh no. No whatsoever. Rod That's has no jurisdiction over his ticker. Where's your jurisdiction on the isotonic muscle slightly to the left of your upper thorax? Yes, I actually have experience of this. Um, I had a heart attack recently, and I just basically said, I do not consent. The heart attack immediately revoked. No. Went back in. One word was Sopsit Rod because he had no contract with his liver, and his pancreas has been traded on the US Stock Exchange. Oh, that's fucked. (laughs) Don't get me started on his gallbladder, which is, you know, it's linked to the Rothschilds. Anyway, no jurisdiction. Well, that's the thing. I would say here that it's pretty common knowledge that organs are corporations. So really, this all checks out. Well, look, he's, he's a man deep into his 60s, isn't he? Um, um, well, he's Rob. deep into a lot of things. Um, I didn't bother to look at his age. I, don't know, I probably did, but I, I think he's, uh, early I, he's only 59. What? what? He's, he's younger than crackers. Jesus Christ. Um, but he is in the uh, Matthew Perry zone. Mm. Um, but um, uh, yes, uh, look. So we're going to have a quick look at the scoreboard. Subset Rod zero. Yep, <laughs> and that's actually his ECG reading. Subset uh, <laughs> oh, Rod's internal organs ten. Yeah, the others abstained. His Corporations duodenum, always win. His duodenum is a wreck. Yeah, I'll, I will bet. I will bet that definitely makes sense. Oh, Subset Rod, will you ever win?
I'm a staunch patriot. I love our country. I love our freedoms. I love that in Australia you can be anything that you want to be. There is nothing and no one stopping you from achieving your hopes, your aspirations and your dreams. It has been a very slow week in Pete Evans with the uncancelled cook continuing to have a one-week expire in his Telegram post, which means that they delete automatically after one week. It's almost like he's listening to the show, you know. It's a week, right? It's a week in Pete Evans. Uh, I'm checking him like every month. Anyway, this week he racked up a measly 13 posts. I think that's a record low. What am I supposed to fucking do with that? They're terrible numbers. What am I supposed to do with that? So apparently Elon Musk went on Joe Rogan, who cares, said that George Soros fundamentally hates humanity. What? This, of course, further obfuscates the bizarre reality that the world's richest man is actually an idiot. I'm um, starting to form that view. I don't know what it is, but there's it's something. It's weird. Yeah. Something, something sus, right? I get conspiratorial because I find that so hard. I find it hard to believe he's this stupid. Anyway, look, it also might be the fact that he's a bit of a Nazi. That's fine. Uh, mm. They kind of go hand in hand. But uh, either way, look, fuckwit. And Pete loves a fuckwit. So we can agree on that, right? Elon Musk is a fuckwit. Pete loves a fuckwit. <laughs> yeah. The rest is basically about vaccines, right? Cool story, bro. No one cares. We've all fucking heard this. He apparently took four weeks off during doing podcast. I'm guessing nobody really cared about I did, that. I didn't know. I did yeah, not know. I didn't notice either. There's Tucker. There's Bitcoin. There's nothing of interest. Pete... Come on, do something. I leave you alone for a month and this is what I get. You are disappointing me. Like, oh, man, if I was your father, I would just, yeah. Babbitt, on the other hand, is a fucking goldmine of content. He's ripping it out. We love you. We've always known he is a fucking idiot, but I think a few people, including some supported him, are coming around to this way of yeah. thinking. Yeah, it's, it's one of those things, you know, It's with Ralphie, the more he speaks, the more he confirms his idiocy. He really is a fucking moron. So in a tastefully written article by the Daily Mail, which is headlined, photo of Cole's receipt spectacularly backfires for Senator after he moaned about cost of living crisis. <laughs> the Senator is roasted for being at best out of touch and at worst and more likely just being a massive cunt. Zippy tweeted a picture of a receipt from Coles in his car with this caption. I just went and picked up a few things from the shops. I filled up just one bag. Oh. They weren't kidding when they said it won't be easy under Albanese. Granted, Labor can't take all the blame. The Liberals were almost as bad. The thing is, all this can be fixed very quickly if they stop making bad decisions and adopt an Australia-first attitude. Oh, good. Thanks, mate. Really appreciate that. So... There is a catch to this. The car is his Mercedes-Benz C-Class, worth around $100,000. We kind of know this because it was on his senator's interest list because yeah, he, had a, he had it on finance um, when he when he first entered the Senate. He's probably but, getting taken to the cleaners. Well, well, he's got a pretty good salary. The uh, Coles receipt was just mostly... That doesn't mean he's not been taken to the cleaners job on a car finance company. Well, well, we'll see about that. He might do some cossacking here. So... Dye Salmon is now truly the new activated oh, Almond, with Mr. Cost of Living spending $29 on 600 grams of it. That's <laughs> like 50 bucks a kilo. Oh, what a pro. What you he is working moron. class. Oh, he's just one of class. us. All the, everywhere, you know, all the, you know, just come from a session down the mines and you'd, you'd, you'd come out of there after a 14-hour shift. And walk down, sit yourself down, and the wife's made you a nice place of dice salmon. A nice set of dice salmon. Now, I'm okay. I think we're bearing the lead here because everyone's pissed off at the fact that he spent twenty nine dollars for seven grams, right? Yeah, I'm just amazed that he, he has the, a use for that much dice salmon. Does he actually have friends? 
company for dinner? Probably his brother. But it's kind of impressive because he just seems so friendless and lonely. He does a bit. I'm pretty like I'm pretty happy with that. Like maybe he's keeping it over a couple of nights, but I mean Sam doesn't keep. So anyway, side note: he was also moaning about the cost of eggs. A dozen yeah. organic eggs at eleven dollars fifty. But this is just a classic flex to him. He wants to look like a baller. Oh, I don't think he knows how to shop. I well, I, I think he's- he just goes eggs. There's some eggs. I'll get those eggs. I think he reckons cookers will be impressed by the fact that he's got organic ones, to be honest. Great. It was a very green thing to do. But the thing is said- you know, it might be, it might just it might just be, it might be a bit of a rank outsider, join the greens. Well, that would be a very interesting pivot, and uh, I'm uh, looking They'd forward to seeing him, how that plays They'd out. Him there. They're going so well. I don't think they really need him after his six years, to be honest. So the thing with Senator Grindset is that he actually thinks this kind of wealth flex is impressive because he's disguised this as a whole cost of living wins. But in reality, he wants everyone to think he's a baller. We know, like, he's whipping up breakfast. That's what that's what he's telling people. I'm a player. I'm a player. I'm a fucking sick. Ladies love me. It's pretty fucking pathetic. I whip up a bit of a breakfast, bit of diced salmon. And because he's in there for six years, he's fine. The ones who say he's out of touch are just plebs. You can ignore them. Like the ones who pay respect to the free range dice king, they're the real constituents. They know the grift. Sorry, the grind. They know the grind. Nobody said that though. They did say the obvious that you're a whiny fuckwit. One person responded with this excellent tweet You're living the good life by eating salmon, Senator Babbitt. It won't be long before that price comes down due to our inevitable bug diet. Mm-hmm. Keep up the good work. People deserve fair pricing on food, real food. Okay, there's a lot to unpack here. This reflects his true constituency. Idiots who think we're about to be force-fed bugs. These are the people who voted you in. These are your people. And this is probably the most positive comment he got. But let's just take a moment to yeah, say there that- wasn't, there wasn't a lot of- <laughs> Wasn't a lot of love for him after that. But no. the thing is, the bug diet in this tweet has brought down the price of salmon, which is, in his opinion, fair pricing on food. Yeah. Therefore, the bug diet has actually made salmon more affordable to those who choose to eat it. This person who tweeted that is a moron. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. side note. But there's not a lot of not a lot of economic sound theory here. Well, well sound. They Once you think theory. that we're actually going to be forced to eat bugs, you, you're a moron. So another master move by Babbitt was to join Malcolm Roberts speaking at an event called Bounder Rise. Ooh. This, the subtitle was Boundaries and Balance Through a Parent-Approved Curriculum, which is interesting because they got a bloke with no kids to talk about a parent-approved curriculum. Curricula. Well, let's not get caught in the details, right? <laughs> I mean, fuck me. Curricula. He's not a parent. He flew up there in business class on the taxpayer's dollar, I know flexed about it on social media because that's him and this is what he does. Unsurprisingly, people weren't exactly stoked he was using taxpayer dollars to fly business class to an event held by Cookers for Cookers with Malcolm Fabkin Roberts. Why? Why? We'll be getting the bill for that in a couple of weeks, by the Apparently, way. Apparently, the taxpayer's bill is going to be $2,500 just for the flight alone, not to mention <laughs> hotels and com cars. There goes his ability to ever complain about taxpayer money being no, he's wasted. He's doing it again. Ever. He was doing it. He was having a whinge because he's got to work fourteen days in a row. Fuck, he's embarrassing. What a fucking. And he's freak. not, by the way. No, <laughs> like, he's the, not going to turn up the to the chamber. The Senate's not sitting on the weekends. Just um, yeah, zero self awareness. It's the fact that he's in Canberra makes him sad. He yeah. can fly out on Friday and come back on the Sunday, but it costs too much. 
Yeah, and just Canberra makes him sad. It seems to. He should mm-hmm. give it. He should. He should pack it in. But go on, Joel. He should. Now it's been a while since we called that Miss Potato have being a massive prick, and I'm just going to say that I know you all think that Dutton's a potato, but if you look at Zippy, he looks like Mr. Potato Head in Toy Story. Seriously, just look at it. He looks like Mr. Potato Head nah. in Toy Story. He'd he need does. a mustache. He'd need a mustache. Like, come on, Joel. Mr. Yeah, potato look, Head's got I a mustache. Know. I know, but he has a mustache. Come a on, it's a basic thing. Head, it's you definitely cut, a thing. Anyway, look, if we were to call him out and every fucking dumb thing he's done, it'd be a full episode. Which, to be honest, I think we'll probably make good content. We probably should do soon. But it looks <laughs> like Pete is taking his irrelevance to heart and simply not bothering to post his usual litany of trash, transphobic nonsense, and fear mongering fucking hate speech. He's and been out. He's been out babbitted. He's been out babbitted. He's been out babbitted pretty been flogged hard. Flogged by babbit. He's week gonna be in, fucking, week out. He's going to be lucky to maintain this spot. I've been saying this for so long. Yeah, Every now and then gone. he'll like turn up on Today gone. FM. I think he's fucking dead to us. Either way, I think he should spend more time stroking his horses and surfing. I fully endorse this. I think he's much better off for it. But Babbitt's on a fucking roll. We are here for it. I want to get I want to get value for money. As a taxpayer, I want you to at least be funny. So we are going to bring you a hot dose of fucking Babbitt dumb on a semi-regular basis because this cunt can't keep his mouth shut. And while we are, generally speaking, getting pretty bad value for money as taxpayers, I think we at least should take solace in the fact that we are subsidizing easy content for the tail end of this show. Huzzah. Thank you, Babbitt. Thank you. And you have been listening to the Conditional Release Program with your host, Jack the Insider, and Joel Hill. Jack can be found on Twitter on at Jack the Insider and Joel on at Crunchy Moses with a K. I'm not supposed to be reading this bit. No, We've I set like up it. a Facebook Go. page which you can find fairly easily. If you enjoyed the episode, please share it on social media. You better read this bit, Joel, that, uh, that I'm supposed to read. I'll stutter. We have a Patreon to keep this sustainable. And, you know, come on, we say this week and week after, and, look, we, it would help. But thanks, guys, for sticking with us. And newbies, yeah, we please. Do. Yeah, we do. We're very, I want to spend more time on this show. It's so hard to maintain this whole thing. And for as little as $5 a month, you have access to all sorts of bonus content. There's a whole back catalog. God, there's hours of my fucking life, including a, well, weekly. Days, being, weeks, yeah, it's it's not weekly premiums at this point. It's like fortnightly. I'll anyway. stop your whinging, Joel. And finally, all feedback, tips, and death threats <laughs> should be sent to the conditional release program at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you, even if you're trying to sell me a Trump to. Uh, <laughs> damn you, damn you. It's the last bit. And finally, all feedback, tips, and death threats should be sent to the conditional release program at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you, even if you're trying to sell me a t shirt with Trump's penis on it. It's teeny. You won't be able to see it. Yeah. It's, and then tell us it's legal? I hope so. Not without a letter from Donald Trump. Let's find out. Let's find out. Thanks, listeners. See you next time. See ya. I don't think I ever want to talk to any of those people. Fuck me! You guys are bastards! 